0: Can you have can you have one of the cameras be Dutch like at a Dutch angle? I don't know what a Dutch angle is. Oh uh, well. Fuck I don't know, man. Crash I like my movies. It? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Okay.
0: Are we gonna, are we All gonna right. take this let's, right Yeah,
1: now? let's we should have already done this at this point.
0: He's rolling. Are we rolling? Probably. Probably. Yeah, that was that was that was strong. Never mind.
1: <laughs> Jesus wow, I haven't had tequila since last time.
0: I don't drink tequila oh, anymore, no. except for when I'm doing a
2: podcast now with you. It's like a tradition.
1: I lied, I lied. I did have a tequila shot in December.
0: That's actually really sweet.
2: So what's with the whole not drinking thing? Are you doing that too? Might fuck no. I'm
0: yeah, no. drinking the Crown <laughs> Royal. too smart what for that.
1: Mean? Yeah, I took a good thirty day break. You know, like did a nice reset and everything. Um energy actually was up definitely it was it was nice i don't know just you know didn't drink at all for 30 days
2: it's not a bad way to spend your time
1: no i, mean, I still went to the bar but like i had, like a diet coke <laughs> with like a straw and i was like i'll take my diet coke and they're like you're just you're just running with that and i'm like yep
0: vaping's fine right yeah
2: okay. you're good that is such a weird it smells va- from- that's just like an e-cig or what
0: um, it's... fuck. It's an elf bar, for one, and then... That's you both yeah, have them. That's
2: so funny. We're matching. matching. And oh, I,
1: yeah. I got them online, because you can't really buy them in California <laughs> anymore.
2: Oh, those aren't the jewel things, are they?
1: <laughs> it's kind of like that. I mean, it's the same concept. Enough, like There's, like, nicotine okay. and whatever Do you want to try it?
2: It's just... Dude. Nicotine or what? There is nicotine. Yeah, this in is there. Nicotine. I don't know if you want to put nicotine MPCP. in your
1: system. Do you really want to taint your system? I, my body's with a temple.
2: I don't put anything toxic in there. I there can you go. Just... Yeah. I don't even drink alcohol. It was just water in my cup. You're fucking liar. Just tamed <laughs> out
1: really hard. <laughs> I'm just saying. It just looked like it was alcohol. Just... Yeah. 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 Like that right there. That's that's it's water. Just just water. In water a in a awesome. was that another trying it? I'm trying to be. Is it?
2: A... I don't understand. A... What is it? Is it like a cigarette or what? Um.
1: Uh, wait, do you really not understand what like a vape is?
2: Like, I understand what a marijuana vape is. I don't understand it's the what same that kind thing of thing with
0: nicotine. Is. It's like the same, it's, but so it's usually just like nicotine lighter. in yeah. it. Is. Yeah, It's like and PCP. <laughs> All right, let me try. it. Yeah, boy.
1: Hear PCP, and you're like, I'm so down. We're
0: gonna eat some faces.
1: Mm-mm. <laughs> you don't, you don't hold those in though. The same. <laughs> no, That's
0: awkward. You definitely do it.
1: You definitely not What like flavor is
0: that? Uh sour apple. That is so
2: weird. I don't think it's, I'm like a vape cigarette guy. I do cigars. That's
0: like my my MO. Yeah, fair. Cigars, eh, eh. Antique pipe. Like get yourself a good antique pipe, uh, with cherry wood. I think that was the one that I have that's made yeah. out of. It they they taste amazing. Do you actually
2: smoke out of that? Oh
1: uh, yeah, the but, but with on? uh like tobacco. tobacco. Yeah. You eat, like loose tobacco loose and tobacco everything.
0: Leaves.
2: That's old school.
0: That... It's, it's, I can see why they did it, man. It's really yeah. entertaining getting to sit there and like clean it. Like it's, it's a lot to work with, but it's engaging. You, you feel engaged when you're cleaning and smoking your tobacco pipe. It's kind of pretentious too. But, it's the
2: know. old school style. There's something romantic about that. I've thought about buying a typewriter, not because I write or anything, just to say that I have one. Just like this is my typewriter. <laughs>
1: You wouldn't actually use it on a regular basis.
2: I would use it, but I don't write. I don't write
1: anything anymore.
2: Like I'm not in school, so what would I use it for? Just a like write, mani- your, write my memoirs. manifesto.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> a manifesto can do a manifesto. Something. Yeah, you can just hire someone to sit in the corner and like use the typewriter to type out everything you're saying for every podcast. So it's just like, just it's on paper too.
2: Just have somebody follow me around, yeah. document my life with a typewriter.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. That'd be
2: good. <laughs> That's a hard sell.
1: <sighs> did you already just do that? Yeah, I did. <sighs> wow.
2: Well, the I oh, mean I it just... feels like the world's ending. So if we can't have a drink tonight, when can we have a drink?
0: Right. <laughs> why, why do you think the world's ending? I mean aside it's just from, a from a lot. the you
2: have you know... guys heard about the we're just going right in. Have you guys heard about the Silicon Valley Bank that collapsed?
0: Yeah, actually. I was reading about it uh this morning today. I didn't read too much about it, but um two hundred and ten billion dollars. Down the drain, gone. just gone. gone. That's impressive. Who's hoping for that housing crash?
1: Is that why everyone was freaking out yesterday about we have to pull our money out of the banks?
0: Yeah, you typically want to do that when banks crash. Yeah, I think
2: that's what caused it to collapse in the first place. Wasn't it a bank run? Oh, and then,
0: like I said, I didn't read too much about it. I I just saw like a headline of it, but I I haven't had the chance because we had to go watch Scream Six and fuck whatever one. Um. But I, I did read about it. Obviously, uh, it's a real bad sign ahead, and um, goddamn, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be some for some rough times ahead, man. What, I mean, what it, did you read up on on it at all? Or I
2: just started to take a cursory glance at it because I came across my Twitter feed.
0: Oh, let me check this out.
2: So I started diving into it. I read about the two hundred ten billion dollars. It seems like they liquidated some assets or something just to have cash around and then people were afraid that they didn't have enough cash in stores so that caused a bank run i don't know i'm definitely fucking that up
0: but i can see that just getting dicey <laughs> oh definitely
1: uh, it's more or less what i overheard yesterday it was just like everyone doing bank runs and fucking shit up and then of course lots of jokes of, like oh i should go pull out my money now and i'm like and so I was going, please, please, please don't. We bank at the same place. Don't, don't fuck with it. <laughs> don't, don't fuck with like Wells Fargo and shit. Like, please. just.
0: All right, so Nick, what's what's your uh, what's your the collapse of society plan?
2: Like, if shit yeah. hits the fan, yeah. Do you like, go, really do you, hits
0: the fan. Yeah. Do you get a bug out bag?
2: I get a studio. <laughs> you just hunker down here for thirty six hours until I slowly start to starve, but.
1: Was, I was gonna say I don't think there's much food here. There's not. There's
2: no, alcohol there's, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. get yeah, It's a good can, way, it's it's good a way to can pass time. You last
1: at least a week without food. I so. could
2: ride. I could ride out the collapse in style and just be wasted for the whole thing.
1: There you go. There like, you yep, only way to go. There's enough like calories and alcohol and any like already like you'll beer maybe be okay. I yeah. don't know. Like, make sure you get the soda in there. Like, get the cannibalism.
0: Up. Would you resort oh, to cannibalism? God.
2: Have you guys been watching The Last of Us? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How it's, good is that show?
0: It's oh. the first couple episodes were good. Uh and then it just kind of trails off. There's a lot missing uh in terms of like, you know, a, a different medium, but film, you know, versus or film film versus uh like, you know, a video game. You you have You can interact with the world in a video game. You have more environmental storytelling. And I mean, you can do that in TV as well, but that isn't. uh, They're just mainly focusing on like the story point narratives.
2: Can you pull that? You want to be right up on that sucker. Should I deep throat it? Yeah. Okay.
0: You're going to do that now? Yeah, and I'm going to make eye contact with you too.
1: Oh, Christ. It's not a bad show, although I do understand that I did uh, deviate a bit from the game.
0: But you have to do that, right?
2: To create a good story. Oh, definitely for that format yeah. for a movie format. Yeah, you're format.
1: Sw- yeah you're swapping everything, so like that's totally fine, and I don't think it's bad, honestly. Um, definitely fucked up cannibalism. Oh my god, yeah, we're just gonna not bury your dad real quick.
2: What was that oh, family that died in that mountain pass, and they were the eating each other? Donner party? It, was it the? I think it was the Donner party. Yeah. It I
3: mean,
2: it would happen so fast where people would would go down that route. If shit hit the fan, <laughs> it would happen so fast. You think so? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like, most of those, like, apocalyptic, no, like, no shows and movies. No faith in your
0: fellow man. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, they always have people that are, like, raiders, that if you don't have a use when they come upon you, you're either, well, are usually killed um, and half the time eaten. So, like, that happens in, like, most apocalyptic, like, shows, movies, et cetera. Like, that, that's a thing. Like, books and games, like. They're probably going to kill you, and what happens afterwards is half the time, they're going to eat you as well. I don't think
2: it's a faith thing. I think it's recognizing human nature. Yeah. I think when shit hits the fan, people get really weird really fast, and then it just devolves into chaos.
1: They're just I, trying to survive.
0: Honestly, man, I'm surprised uh, up here a couple years ago when the blackouts were happening and all that, it was surprisingly calm. I mean- I thought it might uh, devolve a bit, but it, it's you know that we we got through that pretty pretty all right. I think. Yeah, but we're
2: talking about a couple hours. Yeah, you lose your power overnight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, back on the next day. If the power went out for a week, shit would go wild.
1: No, and we holy. had over a yeah. day, but well, yeah, a couple
0: years ago we had those blackouts back when the, the Paradise like, Fire. Though.
1: It wasn't as long as like a week, but there were like it's over. It was over 24 hours at one point with like. A lot of places with still no power, and that also happened like with the um, earthquake as well. Um, but the power outages were definitely worse because we had more people die at that time frame because they weren't equipped to you know like run their medical equipment without power, obviously, <laughs> for long periods of time. I think this ra- this time, like they had a lot more people had like backup generators and whatnot in advance, so it was a lot better. We're also a smaller community, so it's not shocking that people are like more willing to help each other.
2: Well, yeah, if you took L.A. It instant
1: same it's situ- cannibalism.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, instant it's cannibalism.
1: <laughs> same situation. Definitely would not go great.
2: I'd give us a week if we lost power and it wasn't back on within a week. I think that would be the time frame when people would get a little nutty. Probably before then, if you were in a big city, it'd be like three or four days yeah and then we'll start looting <laughs> some shit,
1: yeah, fair enough
0: What's the worst case scenario in a an ap- an apocalyptic setting? Do you think you uh, would have like the hardest time with like do you think you can like shoot your friend or like do you think you could eat somebody?
2: I wouldn't eat somebody. I wouldn't go that far
0: that you know Because then of.
2: it's like why just stick around? Why not just cash out?
1: Just die at that point. Yeah.
2: Like, if it comes down to you, especially if you're with your family or
0: your friends, it's like, okay, we need to eat somebody. You don't or have we like a die. designated person in your family picked out for, like, hey, we're going to eat them. Oh Do you? God. Yeah. <laughs> Who would it be? It's part, uh, probably her. <laughs> Damn.
1: I don't even. My Switched body's up that fast. We're not even.
2: Like... The power hasn't even been out yet. And he's already like, Angel.
1: It's. Probably because I already said like if there's like a zombie apocalypse, I am going to shoot myself. Like we're not going there. Like I'm good. I'm not gonna. I don't want to survive. I don't want to find out. That was yeah.
2: I don't know if I could eat somebody. I don't even if they I died. Couldn't. Like say they killed themselves, and
0: what they are, were just lying around. What's that movie where they crash into the Andes uh, and they got to eat each other and, and to survive? I'm, I'm like go a couple days without food, man, and you'll start thinking differently about like eating someone i think i think for most people like that's uh, and that's like the whole i guess uh the way uh, post apocalyptic like uh literature and film and stuff like that like it it's 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 meant to show uh obviously it's meant to show like the decline of like people and having to make hard choices like you know eating your the love of your life allegedly
2: damn <laughs> allegedly noted
0: you, you can't g- tell me i don't love you if uh because i'm willing to eat you man i think
2: he's eating you out of love yeah. he doesn't want to just yeah. let you turn into a zombie the first or decay. Person eat. yeah wow
0: yeah that's love man
2: they should put that on a valentine's day card yeah. you would be the first person i would eat just hit the fan
1: it, i mean it's fine he agreed to shoot me so like I think that's even, you know, if like if you kill me, you, oh you,
2: to, you, know, you would I'm just off me. yourself right off the bat. If you knew like it was end times. <sighs> I've been
1: debating it. I don't know. Like I'm slowly <laughs> like pulling back from that, but like a few years ago you could not, like I wouldn't question it. Like if if it was zombies, I fucking hate zombies. Those are the most of my nightmares are like zombies trying to eat me alive, right?
2: What if it's not zombies? What if it's just a financial collapse and
1: that's different. I can fuck other. with that. I can fuck with an apocalypse. I can't so like fuck Mad with like Mad Max, zombies.
2: you're good. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, I could thing. probably kill
1: somebody else. Like that's, I could definitely do that. That's fine. I might even be able to torture somebody else. Like those things, I could pass that line in like a worst case scenario situation. Absolutely, I could get there. A bunch of, like, mindless creatures you obviously can't, like, talk down, like, coming at you, like, trying to kill you, just, like, rabid as fuck, and they're just gonna tear you apart while you're already, like, while you're still alive. Uh, I think I'm good, and, like, you're never safe to sleep or anything, so this fucking, ah, that's, that's a little much, I don't know. And then you're always, like, constantly worrying about, like, being one of them, becoming one of them, and then you're the one killing everybody that you love i think i, like I think it.
0: that's like an interesting uh you're aspect
2: of the... sorry sorry you're sorry. good you can pull that sucker back i know if you want to oh, sit back you can move sorry. it around
0: all right all right <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> what were you gonna say uh i was gonna say i think um it would also really like in terms of like just society collapsing um honestly i think people do uh just society as a whole would probably do a lot better than like most people give uh credit for especially nowadays man i think i think if anything um you know not that i want it to happen but i think it'd be a good reminder of like hey you know we're still all at the mercy of nature you know and 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 i think people especially nowadays really forget that is that you know in, in terms of like preparedness you know it's huge advocate for camping and stuff like that to really get a reminder is like oh yeah okay so if i you know go camping for a week man and and see how it just like even you know you can take all the equipment you want and everything you know minus an rv but like just camping in a tent for like a week out in the woods is I, you, you get a quick reminder like oh man yeah no i could i could die at any time <laughs> like so we,
2: you think people would come together
0: uh, yeah man i mean that's the, we've been doing this for since the dawn of man so i like, would
2: buy that if covid hadn't happened and i didn't see how that played out
0: i think people would but that wasn't a collapse though man that was that was but doesn't that
2: say something that something as minor as covid would not to diminish it but as covid caused that much chaos and is still causing chaos we're still dealing with that
1: It kind of depends on, like, what you're dealing with. So, like, even when we had, like, the earthquake, natural disaster, not virus, and, like, being a- because you're not afraid of, like, a man, right? Like, when you're in a situation where it's, like, an earthquake just knocked everything out, like, San Andreas Fault just fucking gave or something. Like, we had our earthquake and all that. All of our neighbors- not, like, all of them, but, like, a lot of the neighbors were going around checking in on each other, like, making sure everyone had, like, enough supplies and, like, because the power was out and, like, they were dealing with stuff, like- a lot more when you're not afraid of your neighbor because they're not, you know, carrying a deadly disease potentially. It's just, hey, be had another different negative thing happen. People come together a bit easier. Um, and same thing with like that power outage. Like we just had a lot more people. Like, hey, do you have everything you need? Do you need back? Like, do you need to charge anything? Like, are you good? Like, you have enough gas. Whereas COVID, that's that's kind of like the zombie thing. Like you gotta, you might have a virus that could kill me. Go fuck yourself. Like you don't want to be around people at all. You were just. Everyone was isolating, being shitty, like fend for yourself. Because if you band it together, someone probably is sick, and you just get screwed.
0: Don't look at me like that. Don't look. Don't look at me with something. that chiseled jaw. I think
2: it depends on the extent <laughs> of the collapse. If we're yeah. talking pretty serious recession, yeah, I think people might rally together a little bit more. But if it's full on collapse. I don't think so. Like if food, if yeah. grocery stores run out of food and people realize, oh, this is going to be, oh, yeah, we definitely. have to fend for ourselves. I think they yeah. would flip that switch pretty quickly.
1: You wouldn't trust anybody. Yeah. Well, yeah especially it, if you have a family,
2: you have to feed your family. Or you and could eat them. Or you could <laughs> eat them. That's one way to bring down the need for food, I guess.
1: Yeah, you need less food when you kill them. Your I'm telling them.
0: you, man, uh, have a bug out bag, have some seeds, you know, get some goats, get a plot of land, guns, ammunition, and then just, uh, you know, everybody just draw straws and to see who's the person, the designated, like, person we eat. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where's your bug
1: out bag? Where is, like, 90% of the things you just listed? <laughs> like... uh, some
0: of it's in my trunk. Some of it's. Oh, my God. <laughs> Going full on prepper. No. This that used to be a bad thing
2: would say oh you're a prepper and now everyone's like yeah i've got some food stored i i can make it a couple days That
0: that's the uh the i think the like uh kind of, it, it's it's honestly kind of ironic to me man like that aspect that like people would get ridiculed for that and of course there's aspects of it like you know uh, you know like the whole show doomsday preppers where you have these people have forts and stuff like that and it's just like yeah it's it's a bit ex- it seems a bit excessive when everything's working and all that you know but Guarantee where's the first place everyone's gonna go and you know, hey, if you know this guy in the community, hey, I, you know, you've been prepping free and, and you know, like it's it's uh I think it's 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 just, you know, again, funny how it's it's social comfort, man, honestly, that like allows the room for ridic- you know, the ridicule of people like that. Everybody's comfortable, so of course it seems crazy. Uh, you know, the So, uh, like, uh, what is it? Uh, Noah's Ark, man. Uh, We're
2: getting biblical. Yeah. Well, comfort is the silent killer, right? There's that quote, and I can't remember how it goes, (coughs) but it's that if things are miserable, but they're just comfortable enough, you won't ever change. It either has to be more miserable or more comfortable, and then maybe you'll do something. Or not more comfortable, it just has to be more miserable, and then you'll do something. But it's Mm -hmm. just miserable enough where you don't want to change your habits
0: and you just live your life in that state.
1: You're saying I accept it. Don't want to make it worse on accident.
0: Well, and then there's the uh, the frog in a boiling water. Exactly. You know, aspect is just like, okay, well, how bad can things get? You
2: know, That's how I feel about Ukraine. I feel like we are the frog in the boiling water and people just keep turning up the temperature. And it's like, yeah, let's just see how high we can go.
1: Or it's like, yes, yeah, it's nice.
0: <laughs> I, I think a huge aspect bad. of that is uh <clears throat> uh people's just dis decent des- word uh desensitization to just uh the reality of it man like everybody's so disconnected um from that uh, like aspect of uh you know like oh nuclear annihilation or you know just dying or uh, anything like that again you know go camping or something like that and you were reminded real quickly like oh yeah this can be pretty bad you know and and people again social comforts uh really kind of just ease people into this false sense of security and it you know uh what's, what's that saying um i can't remember it right now but but ultimately uh i think uh comfort man is is definitely killing us and and it's, it's it's slowly killing us in regards to our, our ability to react properly to situations that we should probably take more seriously. Uh, and, and you see that a lot in regard, you know, just with modern culture, man, like everything is just a press of a button away, everything. It's, it's just, it's easier. And we're not, you know, in a lot of ways we are better for it. And in a lot of other ways we're not, you know, I mean, the, Uh, I think I I was reading a a post and some article about like, uh, you know, like, has the internet made us, uh, you know, better, better off and in regards to be, you know, human connectivity and, you know, being able to reach somebody across the world, you know, there's aspects you know, you see more, you hear more, you're able to, you're constantly reacting to things and. I think there's an aspect of burnout to that man. Twenty-four hour news cycle. Uh, there's, there's a. I think there's burnout with that. You know, you hear every day what you know, an entire town decimated with uh, that Ohio. Uh, you know. Uh, oh, Norfolk Southern. Yeah. That is such Eastern a crazy Palestine. story. Eastern Palestine. Yeah. yeah. East Palestine. Um, but, you know, and it that should be a big goddamn deal, and it's not. You know, uh, the riots in Israel right now because uh, Netanyahu. Uh, is uh, trying to you know rein in more control. There's a bunch of protests happening there. Like there's stuff like that happening everywhere around the world at all time. And you know before you didn't really hear about it, so you didn't have like this scope. You know, but being constantly exposed to kind of all of this like horrible tragedies, people become desensitized. To American gun violence. You know, uh, oh, it's only the hundred and what eightieth, thirtieth shooting. Take your pick of what number we're at now uh, this year. I don't even know at this point, but like. Like it, it's uh, desensitization for sure. I think that uh, in terms of like you know just with Ukraine and everything, like you know we what Afghanistan was a big thing for twenty years, and you know people just stopped caring. You know,
2: well, that's the big question: is life more chaotic today, or are we just more aware of everything that's going on?
1: Probably I'd... a bit of awareness, man. Like it's genuinely. Overstimulating to even try to cue into all of it constantly. It's all just there all the time. I have like more and more people just not watching the news and not bothering with half of it because it's the same.
2: Do you want to pull that shit. down just a little bit? You can it's bring it down so you don't have to sit constantly. super far out. Everybody always struggles. The mic, sitting in front of a mic is a weird sensation that I've kind of taken for granted because I've been doing this a lot now. Way too close to like my face. Look at <laughs> it, and
1: they're like, What do I do with this thing? I keep staring at it. It's right there. It's so close.
2: I have gotten better about not always touching the mic. I was going to comment on that. You, you definitely, yeah. yeah.
1: You've been touching it less. I'm I've very so, proud of that. I've seen you touch it, you know, maybe four times. Well, I've been so-
2: trying to touch it to kind of like cue to you guys to move it. So I don't have to keep saying it, but nobody no. was picking it up. As long as I can night. hear
1: myself, I'm like, No, no, I can hear myself. Like, it's fine. Like, it has to be okay. It's good enough.
2: Uh, that's why I like wearing the headphones, is because you can kind of check yourself a little bit oh, Am I moving too far away? Where's the volume on this?
1: At the tip of my nose, it looks like. You can <laughs> bring that down.
2: You can move it around. If it's more comfortable for you.
1: See, I didn't, not want, to, I didn't want to do adjustments. Stand. I don't oh. know. I was just like, I was you just didn't, didn't want exist. to touch it at all. No, no. I'm like, fuck this mic. I'm going to break it. <laughs> Yeah, because then you have the opposite side that's over there. Yeah, wants to break it. I'm I'm just like, I'm just wanting to. I never said
2: that. Michael's the more chaotic energy. Super chaotic energy.
1: Like, oh, I'm over here like remembering when we were kids. Like, I don't know what schools did this, but I know our school did that like whole situation where you had to like, your parents had to pack like a bunch of like more or less junk food and shit that's gonna last, you know, 24 hours, right, just in case there was an earthquake and you were stuck at the school. I like to make sure you have food and whatnot. It was like a disaster day thing, and then at the end of the year, you got to eat it. And like that was like especially a thing like in um, elementary school, and like you're always like reminded to have like your prepped box at home for earthquakes and stuff like that that had water and all that fun stuff. This whole conversation just had me thinking about that like on a circle, and I was like, man, that I, was I great. I love forgot that. Junk about food.
2: that. <laughs> I don't even remember having to do that.
1: No? No, Oh, that that was such a thing. Especially like, well, yeah, up here, because we had like so many earthquakes and whatnot. And so, like, just in case, like the power went out and whatnot, every single kid had a like large Ziploc bag, a large Ziploc bag, well, those gallon ones of snacks to be able to ingest just in case. And every year, obviously nothing would ever happen. So every year at the very end of the year, you'd get your Ziploc bag, like huge thing of like snackage. And I always had Pop-Tarts, <laughs> like just there was always like s'mores Pop-Tarts in there. And I was like, this is fucking fire. People like trade snacks and stuff. But that was mostly elementary school.
2: Wow, maybe my school just didn't care about the kids. I don't remember doing that at all. About having a, like an end of the year snack bash or anything or what? bringing snacks to store. And no, that's not ringing any bells. That's,
1: that's kind of sad. I mean like for some reason they stopped it, but that was that was kind of a cool thing. I don't know. I dug it. Well, and they also like they used the opportunity to teach you about preparedness in case there was an earthquake. So, Like how much water would you need per person per day, etc. and all that kind of fun stuff. Um and like batteries and things like that, but they only only made a spring non-perishable food items.
0: Did you have that? I I did. Um I th- What the? Wow, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm just drawing a
2: blank. Maybe we did do that and I Locked Most kids remember it. Maybe like their a snack plan day. was to eat you. <laughs> I was the one. I was There's singled out. There's one kid like, every kid.
1: year. They're like, you know what? Like, if it goes today too, we got Nick. Like, it's fine. I'd be, be okay
2: up. with that. I would rather be eaten than be the one to eat somebody. But knock me out yeah. or like take out me first. Just I want to be alive, and then you guys are rolling me over a smoke pit or something <laughs> just slow roasting
1: just dying like just screaming a little bit like the entire time through i feel like that would right. really ruin someone's appetite so if you honestly. were going to be
0: eaten what kind how would you want to be prepared oh god i'm asking the deep questions man this is i don't important. think i've ever
2: really thought about there are very few subjects where i've literally given no thought to and i think this is one of those ones how would i want to be eaten
0: yeah how, would, how do you want to be prepared what kind of dish i wouldn't care what? As long as I'm dead before you, they start eating the me, I really wouldn't care. You don't enjoy cooking?
1: Do you? Do you really want him to think about like cooking yeah, human flesh like that in depth?
0: Is this something you give a lot of thought to? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just say things. <laughs> it's chaos energy, it obviously. Is, is. <laughs> um. Are, oh, geez, nobody's nobody else has thought about this really. All right, I think I'd like to be a nice either like stew or curry but it is also my favorite food so
1: so if this is an apocalyptic setting i would want i would want to hope if you are getting eaten why would they take the time the effort and have the resources to make a nice stew or curry like that's that's my rebuttal is like if i want to sit here and think about like what would i pair well with well angel you drink alcohol a couple times a week that's probably in there like meat might be tenderized already who knows like, oh, that'd be a smoky flavor from vaping. Like, at the end of the (laughs) day, man, does it really matter? Because it's an apocalyptic setting. They're just going to cook you. You know
0: how much better, like how much more. All right, here's a thought. Okay. Do you want to just be served as like a meat cube or like a sloppy joe versus like this nice Michelin five star, or is it four stars? I don't know how many stars they have. Or like this nice gourmet dinner. I'd like to be a gourmet dinner. Personally.
2: Here's the reality. Everybody, if we're in that situation, everybody's just getting cooked over a fire. That's how everybody's getting eaten. Yeah, everybody Nobody's- who doesn't
0: care. Who, everybody who yeah. doesn't have self-respect as a cannibal. <laughs> maybe.
1: Are you just going to like have Johnny's seasoning salt like in your pocket? I'm Not a, for anything I else, gonna, but just
0: I, for your dad. I death. have an entire like, Costco crate full of that.
2: That's in his bug out bag. <laughs> just seasonings. Just like, like
1: when I, do I die, don't forget all of these, please. And like a whole bunch of like lentils and whatnot and like just ready to go. Just so you can have like a nice lentil Michael stew, I guess.
0: I think it tastes gamey, honestly. But I'm also, you know, well well uh, soaked in alcohol as well so i i don't know i might be like i might have like a nice brandy i think i'd like to be served in a nice brandy like if i'm going to be made into a steak just cooked in like some brandy or sherry i don't know
1: i don't think they need to cook you in like, brandy like He was you a classy drink.
0: cannibal like you know he he'd go all out you know like you you got to have some self respect even if it's the end of the world did you know that alcohol can cause cancer everything yes. causes cancer
2: i legit i'm gonna say that as i pour myself another drink i legitimately did not know that until a couple weeks ago legitimately no idea do you, how do you
1: not like read it the just never warning? came
2: across no i definitely don't read the warnings 100% not
1: like you can't even drink a rock star without i think there's like somebody who got like someone sued for like ovarian cancer because like there wasn't warnings yet on that situation Isn't like energy no- drinks like caused a, like a whole
0: nick did you know that alcohol can cause fetal apparently. alcohol syndrome
1: God.
0: <laughs> this is a topic you guys talk about a lot.
1: No, that was just a really stupid thing. <laughs>
0: it's true.
1: Did you know that alcohol can cause fetal alcohol syndrome? Like, it's in the name of fe- anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Warning
0: like, from geez. your surgeon general: Do not drink while pregnant. There's a lot of shit you shouldn't do while pregnant. There's, There's a lot of things do people it. shouldn't do. Yeah. People
1: still do it. That's the crazy part. <laughs> I've met way too many people that still smoked, like cigarettes and whatnot. Um, A lot of people, not a lot, but a couple people that still drink. Um, How much do you think that
2: messes with somebody like on a tangible level? If you had, if you could have a birth and then somehow birth the same child in a way that you didn't consume any of those substances, how different do you think they'd be? Like If you're drinking alcohol or if you're shooting up a little heroin versus a kid that's just coming out clean.
1: I feel like it really just messes. I mean, like, think about how it fucks with your body. So, like, if it's your, like, you just existing, you with no alcohol is one way. Now you have something inside of you that is, I I would assume, much more sensitive, much less, like, able to deal and handle those things as much as, like, you're able to. So, if you're over here, like, I can have half a glass of wine, not feel it whatsoever, like, maybe baby would be okay, right? But if you're just sitting there like getting fucking hammered to the nine and like I mean just everything I just I can't imagine that you're not really doing something that kid I don't even know all of the issues that really arise from that but I don't know everyone that I've met where their parents have done excessive any of those things they're like they end up with like weight issues they end up with like. You know, cognitive issues, development—like literally—and they're just they're developing body issues where they're just like they're not quite, not built the same. That's for sure. Um, you just end up with a lot of issues there, and just every department depending on what they've done. And I just—I don't know. I, I feel like it does a lot.
2: How do you control for that though? Because you can't tell people not to have kids. Which is where all of the extremists sure go you when you start going down that argument. They're like, Oh like just maybe oh. certain people shouldn't have kids and then well who gets to decide that? And then we're in this weird spot where everyone's just being birthed in a lab. <laughs> uh
1: well and There's not really a way to control that. Honestly. You, can't. you can't. You can't control do it. Like if you want to like keep free will and everything moving on, like you can't control that. If someone uh, wants
2: to have 14 kids, they get to have 14 kids. You gotta let them.
1: Yeah, like you can just sit there and counsel them and talk to them and do everything that you can to try and get them to like be a less shitty human being the next round. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's just it is what it is, which is absolute shit. And hopefully they, you know, realize what they're doing is wrong. Because I've also met plenty of people that went, oh, shit, I'm pregnant. And they, like, completely 180 their life. And they're like, I'm not going to fuck this kid up. And they were, like, amazing. Um, and sometimes it just takes people way too long for that, sadly.
2: That's the best case scenario. Is if they're that on that is. path, they find out they're pregnant. And then it turns Thanks. their life around.
1: Yeah, and they become like they just they swap over and they're like there like, these amazing people and they have, you know, great healthy children and they do a really good job. There's also like the effects of just heavily drinking and like doing those things anyway, even though you're not doing them when pregnant, that can still fuck up. Especially like your, you know, they can still fuck with your eggs and shit a bit. Concept. Well, just your life. Yeah. I mean, your life in general, but if you're gonna have a kid after that, like, you have to remember, like, oh, yeah, I've been drinking poison for however many years, however frequently and however much, it still also has an effect, so. Or injecting poison, or snorting poison, or smoking poison. How else can you you do drugs these days?
2: Could go up your butt. Enemas. Oh, There we go. (sighs) Yeah. You left that one out
1: cause I've never done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not a bad thing. Yeah, I'm like I don't know if I want you need an to try that one. <laughs> just like, hey, buddy, help me out real quick. I just need to, I just need to, like, you know, get this, get this fix. That well, shows yeah. how much
2: medicine changes. That they used to just do enemas for everything. Oh, you're not feeling that well? Let's shove this hose up your backside. Well, it's it all uh, Bloodletting.
0: So <laughs>
2: bloodletting's oh, wow, another yeah. one.
1: Leaches. Let's get some leeches. Like, I yeah. would rather
2: have the leeches than and the, the enema. enema.
1: Dude, I'm already anemic. Hands like, give me some fucking leeches. Like, I'm gonna be we're gonna have a good time. I'm gonna be feeling it. I'll be like, yeah, doc, I feel fucking fantastic. No anemia
2: iron deficiency yes.
1: in your blood. Look. Iron you can also have like B twelve and like yeah, there's a couple other things that I go with that. Uh, there's like different types, technically. But typically just low iron. Yeah. That's how most people view it.
2: How do you combat that? Just take iron pills?
1: Or eat iron rich foods. Like, especially with like orange juice or something on the side. Like if you take like vitamin C and you're drink you're eating like meat, like red meats and like, you know, broccoli and spin well, not really broccoli, like spinach and whatnot. Like a bunch of those things. Like eat your greens, drink some orange juice with it, and you can fix it. What a concept.
2: Fix your diet, fix your life.
1: Yeah. It seems like a struggle, but genuinely uh, diet change worked a lot better. And I actually, I don't think I've been anemic in like seven years now, Um, but diet change worked way better than taking pills every single day. And the pills hurt your stomach. So like no one enjoys that. Like most women just go, yeah, I just rather be low iron than deal with that. So
2: I wonder how many people are fucked up from the food that they're eating and just that's their normal baseline. We and they don't the even realize it's a problem. Highest
0: obesity rate in the world, I believe.
2: Well, that's a tangible one, but what if you're that skinny fat, where you're just going through your life and you feel like shit, but this is your baseline. It's, it's, so this it's, is it's how every day feels. It's the same,
0: feels. like con- You know, regardless of you know, it's the same issue, man. There's sugar and everything. Uh, that all the food we eat is processed. Like it's 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 a a parallel to you know us having one of the highest obesity rates in the world is uh, our diet is shitty and you know cornerstone of life is the you know uh the food that you eat you know the it, it really does affect your quality of life so
1: <sighs> a lot of people think they're being healthy because they're sitting there eating like those diet bars and, like those protein bars and like oh it has like low carbs and low calories it's just all the protein you need for the day this is fucking fantastic i've lost so much weight and they're sitting there fatigued as fuck um or they're eating like a shit fuck of like bread and everything which is very fatiguing for a lot of people because again we weren't really made to process that much wheat um and gluten same as like the beer
0: I, I i think it's a huge aspect uh and to uh, one of the many reasons why i i think uh in general like our are probably like our our depression rate and anxiety rate and you know, all these people showing up with like, uh, you know, mental health issues and stuff like that, you know, on. I'm going to pull that just a little bit closer. Yes. No. Um, it's, it's generally the diet of the average American man. It's terrible. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not uh, I'm not guilty. I am guilty of that as well. But uh, it's it's uh, it's it's really uh, interesting, man, because like, I mean, whole you know, what is it? Organic stuff. Is, is stupidly expensive you know uh eating well is really difficult uh most dbt stuff like that you can get um is all really shitty processed foods or you know like it's it's what they're gonna go for because it's what's easily accessible and most plentiful so you know of course uh, you know that's why poverty has uh you know when it's a aspect of poverty um you know, uh, if, you, if you're impoverished, you're going to have a much, much, much more terrible time with health as a whole because it's just, you know, you're working a shit ton or you don't have access or you don't have access to good food. You don't have the time to cook good food. Like you don't have the time, money or the energy to really like put uh, to put that effort into having, you know, uh, better meals and exercising and so on and so forth. Like it, it, it's it's a. It's honestly, it's probably part of the reason why we have such a shitty stand. You know what?
2: Well, there is that, but there's also just convenience. I mean, you can really boil it down to that as well, because some people just don't want to take the time to go grocery shopping to buy all that food. They don't want to meal prep. That There is definitely a barrier of entry with money. And we should try to bring everybody up to that level so that they can afford healthy food. But some of it is people just eat shit food because it's the most accessible. You can go to Taco Bell, you can go to In-N-Out, you can just go Dude. to these fast food places and pig out. Kraft
1: mac and cheese, come on. Just go to Costco, buy a huge box of Kraft mac and cheese, you're set for like eons.
2: Exactly. Whereas no other words. food expires, and you, you want to be eaten?
0: Uh, just uh, Kraft mac and cheese, and uh,
1: yeah, yes, lay me on Angel a bacon. bed of Kraft mac and cheese. <laughs> like, put some hamburger helper on the side. Like, really show me that you've like gone out of your way to go shopping that week for all the necessities of hamburger helper, Kraft mac shopping
0: and cheese. Shopping while the world has collapsed. Yeah, you're right. I don't need to wait for society to collapse. I can just cannibalize you now. I should. This feels I feel like, like a red we're flag. running on a theme here, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I mean, and it's, it's like, going back to you being eaten, Angel. That seems to be the recurring concept this, here. This
1: doesn't seem like the proper way to eat a woman, but all right, that's fine. We'll just we'll go to cannibalism. I might need help later. <laughs> Are you guys still living together? Yeah. Yeah, we're a block away from here. Yeah, oh no shit. He was like, well, I mean, how far is it? Like, I'm like, well, we just I can literally like drive to like the Chevron real quick. Drive back, and then it'll still take me, like, less than two seconds to go over there. It's like, we have plenty of time. Like, it's cool. Like, I'm going to grab an energy drink. I haven't had any caffeine today. Because it's literally we're on the other side of the block. Oh, damn. Yeah.
2: Did you guys just move there? You weren't living there before, were you? No,
1: like, end of October. Okay. Yeah. So, I was able to, like, we got the keys, and, like, on, like, the 20th, and then I was able to throw a mini birthday party on the 31st and i was like let's go so it worked out or not the 31st but whatever whatever that weekend was over at lied i think it was like a couple days before or something but yeah like less than 10 days just moved everything in it was like let's have a little party let's go it's a birthday party time got a place
2: Yo who and so is it just the two of you in this place
1: no no we have a sister too okay and of course a dog come on
2: Oh yeah, I think we talked about your dog. Can't forget the dog. The
1: dog is the best part. (laughs) The dog's the best. Well, she has a yard now, and it's like all fenced off and everything. It's like a three bedroom, two bath with a yard that allowed my dog and a shed. Ten out of ten. It's hard to get a fucking yard, okay. It's no hard to get a place now. Yeah, it's hard to get a place in general, but like a place that like accepts a dog that's not exist. like. Well, just accepted the dog. Period. Honestly, yeah, that shit's hard.
2: Hot damn!
1: I was shook when they called me and they're like, "So did did you actually want this place?" I was like, "Wait, what? You're calling me and checking in?" The fuck! I'm like, what do I do?
2: So what's going on in life? This is. I think this is the first time since we went to the Shanny that I've talked to you both.
0: Yes, so both of us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. What is that going on D. in life? Um. It's a hard question.
1: <laughs> Not much.
0: Work. A wage slave. Yeah. Work.
1: Pathfinder campaign. Yeah.
0: Indeed. What is the Pathfinder campaign?
1: Kind of like D and
2: D. Oh. Oh yeah. We dug into D and D last time. You schooled me on that.
1: Dude. So now I'm gonna learn Pathfinder and I'm actually gonna be joining a campaign and that's that's pretty fucking exciting. It starts tomorrow.
2: And this is a board game like D and d is?
1: Kinda. Of. I Would mean it's not it like board a board game. It's like um tabletop. you know, tabletop, table. oh, like, you know, you're alive, like you're you're role playing as a human right then and there I mean not as a human, but like you're role playing right then and there at your table or wherever the fuck you're sitting doing this thing. So
2: have you guys tried VR out at all, like the Meta Quest or the HTC Vive or anything?
1: That costs money. Okay, like <laughs>
2: tabletop is a lot cheaper.
1: Like we gotta think here. Like dice are very cheap. Okay, get some dice, easy peasy. That's you know less than twenty dollars. A VR set? How the fuck much? It's a couple
2: hundred ones? bucks. Yeah. it's like four or five hundred bucks, I think. I
1: think I don't. No, no. For a cheap one, that.
2: I think they have some models. They. For like 1300 bucks, Dude, I think Meta has one that's like the Quest Pro is like $12.99 maybe or something outrageous Just like that. A new
1: laptop or some shit at that point. Like, do you really need a VR? A, that is a lot of holy
2: shit. I talked to my dad about VR a lot, and we're kind of on differing ends in a sense. I think that when that gets cheap enough, people are gonna go wholesale, and that's oh. gonna be more realistic than. The real world people are going to want to spend all their time online in that
1: Dude, that, was, that was the fear man when that like showed up i was like oh oh god like are we just going to turn into like do we play one gonna, like, that's kn- where we're yeah, going I'm like are we going to know who the fuck we actually are are we even have real lives anymore like are you just gonna like go into a vr world and like work a job there and like that's that's your life moving forward like are you not even gonna be human at that point i don't know i i can't it's cool if you're like dead to be plugged into something else you know if you're able to put your subconscious into a different type of world after you've died and just
2: live forever. yeah,
1: that'd be that'd be kind of cool and like have the option to like opt out at some point. that wouldn't be terrible in my mind. But while you're physically alive and well, fuck that like you're physically alive and well like why aren't you doing everything you can to have a good life on the physical plane? But most of, like a lot of people, aren't these days. They're just trying to escape in whatever way they can.
0: Here's here's a question for you, Nick. Um, if you could pick to live in a virtual reality where you're essentially God, uh, would you take it versus living in the real world? Do I know? No, would you? No, but would I know that it's a fake world? Yeah, you're God.
1: That's so sort of, like dissatisfying, though.
2: Knowing that it's fake, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, like you know it's fake. If you
2: didn't know if you could be knocked out and then put into that, and this is just.
1: I think just happened to live. keep happening that you've wanted to have happen, that would be kind of cool. Like if it was happenstance, you're just like, weird, I just really wanted that position. I just got it. Like, oh, I really wanted blank. And it just. It was awarded to me. Like you had no idea. That'd be much better, much more like. Although then it'd be like, why the fuck am I getting all the? I wouldn't. I'd be too skeptical. I don't
2: know. What would be the only thing that you know? This is just your life now. Everything just goes right. We've got these powers.
1: Touche, touche.
2: I don't know. I. I think I would choose, the real world. But. I mean, you don't really know until you're in that position, right? And the question is, how much better would it be? Like, if it was really Ready Player One and you go to these other worlds. It's entirely up to you.
0: It is your world. You make the rules. You have free I would pick real life. Yeah? Yeah. Some basic like that. Because you're basic like that.
1: You don't want that much control. Oh, well, it depends on, too. Like, how much like how much thought you have to put into it. Like, do you have to make the wind, like, blow and to feel the breeze from, like, the ocean or well, something? Well, what's the
2: point? Like, what's, what's the point of doing anything in that world? If it's all fake. Like, why do anything?
1: Yeah. It's all, well, it's just, like, disgenuine. It's the same reason people don't like having disgenuine conversations and don't like those kinds of experiences. Because at the end of the day, it's very shallow and empty.
2: Well, and it's like a dream. And dreams are great. But we get to come back from them. And that's why they're great. Like, if you had to live your life in a dream, Plus, what's the point of it? I can't even punch
1: somebody in a dream. Fuck that shit. Like, have you tried punching somebody in a dream? Do you ever make, like, the connection? Does it ever work? I've
2: never tried to punch somebody in my dreams. I've
1: definitely... I feel like you have
2: some violent dreams.
1: Only once or twice. Like, it you know, it was a moment where someone was being very disrespectful and... Or they were trying to kill me. Those are, like, the two options. But regardless whether I was defending someone's honor or they were trying to kill me. I did try to punch somebody. It didn't fucking work. Like It doesn't even, like, you don't make a connection. Like, your hand, like mushes through and you're like what the fuck because obviously it's a real like I can't I'm like I can't even fucking punch somebody like are you kidding me like this is doing nothing I'm like I'm not that weak I'm very I weak how did that week
2: I had a dream last night that I was back in college this is gonna sound so weird. weird I was back in college and I went up to this girl after class and like asked her for a number and she's like yeah no I was like <laughs> so i'm getting curved in my dreams right i don't know what that says about me i was like okay and just started to walk away and she's like actually you know what? yeah here you go i just don't want to waste my time and i was like okay and then i took her number and then i woke up and that was my dream
1: your dream was going you can't that's hit, hit kind on of women until you're actually ready to commit bro maybe that maybe that's subconsciously
2: <laughs> trying to tell me something it's like yeah you can't it's about committed relationships how sad is that shit
1: your dreams just calling you out, like my hey. dreams, like
2: checking me, like, hey, don't
1: be come a come on, boy. dummy. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, get get good. <laughs> I'm getting,
2: I'm getting life lessons from my dreams. Yeah, yeah. Do you buy into that? the dreams tell you something, and it's your kind of your subconscious. Yeah, to no,
0: absolutely. You? That's that's what they're there <laughs> for. You know, uh, you know, a, a dreamscape is is essentially a. Uh, it's, it's a uh, it's a way for you to act out, or not act out, but, you know, it's a way for you to kind of just come to terms with a lot of, you know, the internal issues, you know, that you're struggling with your feelings about, you know, that's uh, about how you, you know, what you're dealing with and all that, you know, if you don't deal with it in real life, it's going to come back and uh, you're going to have to have that conversation with yourself one, you know, at some point in time, you can't really spend Your entire life running from something man Uh, and i and i think you know one way or another you're gonna have to have that conversation with you you know whether you want it or not and i think um dreams are probably where it's gonna uh, you know where it's gonna happen if it's the place that's gonna happen you know (laughs) that makes sense
2: yeah you're a little more open Two ideas, I guess. When you're in that state,
0: I don't. I don't think you're necessarily open. I think you're just uh, your guards down.
1: You don't have a choice. Yeah,
2: you're just along for
0: Unless the you're ride in a lucid dream.
1: Well, even in a lucid dreaming, like, you still have to like deal with other things. Like depending on how good you are at lucid dreaming, because you could just lucid dream enough to like get yourself out of almost dying, and like semi change the situation but the rest of it will still be controlled by your subconscious. Uh, there's people who can lucid dream and literally build the entire world. But that seems extraordinarily fatiguing. And I've never accomplished that in the slightest. Like if I start fucking with too much shit, I'm waking up. Have you <laughs> ever like had you're had to you're way too conscious. <laughs> um, I don't
2: think so. I, I don't think so. Never are coming to mind.
1: You've had like a moment where you're like, oh shit, I'm dreaming. Like this isn't real in the dream. And then, like, kind of change so. what you're doing.
2: Yeah, no, I read a story when I was younger about a guy. Because you can control that to some extent, I guess. Where you can practice and then mm. get into this state where you always lose a dream. And this dude managed to fuck up his life somehow by going down that. Because all he wanted to do was sleep. So he was sleeping 12 hours a day just to build this fake dream life where he could be happy and was living. And then it got super serious where his real life was fucked and he was well, missing the, school and going off work back and doing all this crazy our, stuff
0: uh, a conversation about you know would you you know would you rather live in reality or virtual reality where you're god you know and
2: or not even god but just happy like how many people are miserable in life and would trade that just to be slightly more happy
1: a fair amount
2: <laughs> right
1: Have you looked at depression ratings lately? Like, it's pretty high.
2: (laughs) I think a lot of that is tied to food, too. I'll be honest. Yeah. I think a lot of food food makes people... Food economy. Lack of exercise.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: It's hilarious. Lack of uh, opportunity.
2: That's going to get worse if we go into a recession.
0: I mean, People we're really already, wow. for the most part, headed in that direction, man. The housing market, wages, wage wage stagnation.
1: We've like, literally been dealing with inflation for a hot ass minute, yeah. already.
2: What do you guys make of Joe Biden? Do you think a lot about him?
3: I don't do think, think about, about him at all. Do you think about
0: <laughs> what he would taste like? <laughs> Probably like Ben Gay. Ooh. <laughs>
2: Do you guys think about that a lot, like our political landscape, All or do you guys time. just try to focus on life oh, and no. getting through day to day?
1: on I, the day to day one. The day to day
0: I mean, I love history, man, and so I pay attention to politics. Uh, you know, and, and look you know, um, locally. You know, in terms of uh, you know, in terms of U.S. politics, I pay attention to. I try to pay attention to like other countries' politics because it does affect our. Uh, you know, the way our, our our political system works, you know, if so there's a massive uprising, you know, or again with the, you know, COVID shutting down our manufacturing because we do it all in China and, and the world crawls to a halt, you know, it's a, it affects us. You know, every, every the people really do, uh, I, I feel like especially now, you know, and maybe it's not just now, of course, you know, I'm, I'm growing up in the time that i'm growing up in but you know i think um the lack of kind of just um willingness to pay attention to what happens and in, just around the world you know uh, it it still affects us you know whether you think it does or doesn't and or whether or not you pay attention to it
2: willingness to pay attention what do you mean by that that most people are not focusing easy- on what needs to be focused on
0: I, I think people are just so willing to tune out now. You know, there's so much information and there's just so many distractions readily available that it's it's just really easy to tune out. It's really easy to just kind of shirk that responsibility of, you know, keeping in touch of what's going on around you. It's it's easy to dissociate nowadays more than ever, you
1: know. Just well, go on TikTok. There's what? Just go on TikTok. Instead Are of you like, on TikTok? No, go, on no. TikTok and, <laughs> but go on TikTok Facebook instead of... reels, okay? Like, you, can, you can do it's it in other ways. It's the same thing.
0: Social media. I think media. we talked
2: shit about TikTok last time we were on. I have a TikTok now. For so oh, the podcast. For the podcast. If yeah. that makes a difference. Okay. For the podcast.
1: Sure.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I actually have never scrolled on it. I just go on post and then go off. What do you, what do you specifically scroll. look at? On TikTok? Yeah. I don't look at any he i don't he i spoil. just yeah i just post and then hop off because i'm terrified of it you okay. should
1: be it's a time sink that is how you distract yourself from everything else facebook reels will do that for me but it's still not tiktok at least
2: i think you'd I be lost with tiktok I, from what i've heard once you start scrolling it's just a black hole i've been I know try- so many people that are addicted to tiktok
1: i have to like give myself like okay right now i am allowed to scroll like i'm allowed to click on the fucking like facebook reels like i will really actively ignore them and like do anything else and then there's like moments i'm like okay now you can look at stupid videos for a little bit well then sometimes they have like really good like mental health ones and whatnot which i'm super into um worked in mental health for a few years like there's some things on there that like okay this isn't terrible like a therapist is on here breaking down you know different disorders and shit like that's kind of fun like that's not bad the other ones though they're definitely mind numbing and then there's like the cute dog ones of course which are also like mind numbing
0: I, I i do feel like uh a lot of like the the tiktok reels in, in regards to like mental health and all that though i i really do feel well, and it's interesting that it's, like, such a big focal point um, in regards to, like, a lot of the content that is made or just, you know, and, of course, a lot of it is garbage in terms of just, like, hey, I'm going to make this funny video or anything like that. But there, especially with our generation, it's really interesting to see um, the focus on, like, mental health and, you know, how quickly people are to self-diagnose um, with a lot of, like, mental disorders and stuff like that when... When a lot of it can really like people are really quick to label themselves rather than just kind of really sit with them rather than just sit with themselves and kind of address the issues that they probably should address, Uh, you know. And on top of, you know, the the labels, you also have uh, the just willingness to kind of distract yourself, you know, like a lot of people, you know a lot of people will, you know, like, Oh, I'm ADHD. Oh, I, I, you know, I have some form of autism. Oh, I'm depressed. Oh, I'm bipolar. Oh, you know, and, and people are so quick to kind of just chalk it up to, to all these different diagnoses and, and rather than just, they're quick to define themselves uh, with diagnoses and, rather than kind of just actually address it. You know, like people are content with like, yeah, I'm just bipolar. Yeah, I'm just autistic.
1: The biggest problem to that is they're not like actually addressing anything. No, it's one no. thing to be like, oh, fuck, I have a lot of these traits and like I may actually have this as like an issue. But most of the time it's one of those like, oh yeah, I am this and deal with it. Like not, oh, I think I have this. Let me figure out how to deal with this and combat it. Like two totally different things. Uh, but recently there has been like a huge spike in people being like, I totally have ADHD or I totally have autism or and just instead of so being like, yeah, I'm just kind of a little like socially off. Or like maybe you just are, you know, slightly socially inept or you just had too many awkward situations. and That's what you think is up. I don't know. People definitely just go down that rabbit hole and, and just don't deal with anything a lot.
2: They self-diagnose.
1: Lots of self-diagnosis. And it's a problem. Yeah. Like, well, well there's they're
0: peer-reviewed by their oh, peers. Oh, God.
1: The, yeah. There's another term like peer-reviewed. So it's like instead of self-diagnosing, like you might go oh. to self-diagnose or you don't, whatever. But then your friends either, you know, they're going to confirm your self-diagnosis. Like, well, yeah, I totally have this thing too. Whether they're actually diagnosed by a doctor or not, doesn't matter. Um, they could be self-diagnosed themselves. And you just have, like, a group of people going, well, of course you have this. I have this, too. And that's, like, the peer-reviewed, like, version. It's, like, people have accepted that they have it, whether they've been actually diagnosed or self-diagnosed, confirming, oh, yeah, you totally have this also, which is, you know, kind of one of those things where, it's like, a lot of things really overlap. Like, if you're actually going to delve into, like, mental health, a lot of symptoms overlap, like, crazy for a lot of diagnosis, like... You can't be a hundred percent, and at the end of the day, like what matters most is like actually just addressing like what are your real problems, like your symptoms for these things, like what do you actually need to work on, and working on them and treating it like that. And
2: well, the biggest thing with that is you can combat depression specifically, more effectively with exercise than you can with medication or seeing a therapist. And that is usually the last option people jump to of those three. Yeah, it's always I mean, oh, let me get some meds. Let me go see yeah, a therapist. Your doctor
1: tells you to do it, and you ignore them. And you might do it later. Let's you have a
2: doctor it. that recommends exercise first. I've talked to a lot of doctors, and their jump is, "Yeah, let's get you some medication." I know so many fucking people on ADHD meds. It is ridiculous.
1: I was on ADHD meds.
2: <laughs> Were you on them because you ne- you had ADHD?
1: Yeah, that's how oh. you get... You don't get ADHD. I know a lot of people that, are,
2: that probably they, don't have ADHD. Are they not and prescribed just, them? I, th- I think s- in some cases they are prescribed. Okay, because it's like severe
1: just... depression or something. I mean, because it does increase, like, dopamine levels. But exercise honestly works a lot better. And I don't know. My personal experiences with doctors, like, ever since I was a kid, they've always recommended, like, even if they really say it, like, it's a tiny, like, little blip of, like, don't forget to exercise like... They always throw it out there because they're supposed to. And even if they don't throw it out there, they're going to lie on your documentation and say they did throw it out there because they need to cover their ass. But most of them that I've ever met do actually, like, put in there, like, exercise, please, to try. And that's the same thing, like, even for anxiety, ADHD, and, yeah, depression. Like, so the major ones people usually deal with. And then, honestly, I think most disorders, so I'm even trying to think of, like, Even like borderline personality disorder, big issue with that is like the inability to, of course, like control your emotions because they're just severely heightened um, for those patients. So those I would, again, something that would regulate that would be exercise that would also assist. I'm trying to think of something that that wouldn't be beneficial for and I don't think I can (laughs) because it helps at least on some level because a lot of those, a lot of the time people are missing, you know happy happy chemical in brain or they're missing you know regulation in their brain like within themselves they're just all over the place and they're just you you can't just live at a cubicle you can't just sit all day you can't just not function and like hardly move and eat junk food and expect you feel good it's almost like we weren't designed to do that no you're supposed to be walking around a lot more and you're supposed to do like physical labor crazy concept and run, you know. Running's actually not a terrible thing. Although if you smoke, your lungs will feel like they're on fire.
2: How did you guys start smoking? How did that come about? Because I've been watching you. You're over there just puffing away like a train on that thing. Yeah, I know. Is it like a compulsion? Or are you just deliberately deciding, okay, I want to... I, because I don't understand. I've never really gone down that
1: route. Well, you, I think the first time I smoked anything, like smoked a cigarette whatsoever, I was literally like in elementary school.
2: No shit. I might have
1: been like fifth grade. Like my friend was like, "Yeah, let's do this thing," and I was like, "Okay, you're cool." <laughs> and I was like, "Sure, I'll like I'll take a drag off a cigarette," and then obviously I didn't like smoke after that for a very long time because I dr- end up dropping that friend. But uh, high school, it came back because of a guy, <laughs> and you know he smoked also American Spirits. I think he smoked like Light Blues or some shit. no they were teals doesn't really matter the guy smoked cigarettes and yeah we were hanging out and so I also smoked cigarettes because we were hanging out and then I had anxiety and he like left his cigarettes with me and like one of the things about nicotine and anxiety is like you start using it to calm down and part of it's just honestly the breathing aspect of it but it's why some people will get like vapes that are literally just like they don't have nicotine they don't have anything in them they're just like a flavor or they're just water or whatever because it does take you, it helps like remind you to take like, a you know proper breath and all that fun stuff, and you'll know, breathe slowly. But yeah, I kind of just started, and then I don't know. I've I fucking I've stopped so many times. I don't know. I've stopped smoking plenty of fucking times, like cigarettes. But
2: what makes you go back? It's just that feeling but, dude something
1: everyone. something major hits the fucking fan. Like that is how you go back to smoking cigarettes. Most people do not go back to smoking cigarettes because they're like, oh yeah, that sounds great. No, you you remember that it's a bad thing. You always remember that it's a bad thing. But in the end of the like at the end, like someone dies or like you're about to be in financial ruin or your boyfriend cheats on you. Like something major is gonna happen. And then that's why most people go back to having like smoking a cigarette. And you're like, just this one pack, just this one cigarette. Or alternatively, you'd be more like Michael and do it for only social reasons when you're drinking. Supposedly, that was when we first met. But let's be real, he just ended up smoking regularly after that. So. That's true. Facts. <laughs> that might have been my fault, though. I don't know.
2: Smoking more consistently.
1: Yeah. I was working at a mental health facility, man. The anxiety was real.
2: It's an interesting coping mechanism, right? It's like people drinking alcohol when they get off from work. Get home, they have the beer. Everything's going to be okay.
1: It's terrible. Well, and they feed each other. So if you're using, like, cigarettes with anxiety...
2: Doesn't it make it worse?
1: It makes it worse. It literally is the opposite of what you're trying to do. Like, if you're anxious and you smoke a cigarette, like, it'll calm you down for them. But then your body is going to crave the nicotine again. And then you're going to get anxious again because you want the nicotine. So it's literally, like, one of the worst things you can do. And it is one of, like, the most addictive things, like, out there. Unless you want to fuck with heroin, you know? We can just go to that route instead. That's up there. Yeah. Heroin's I, I that, there. that one might... I've never tried that. I, I wouldn't want to for many reasons. One of them being I still fuck around with nicotine products, so... I don't know if I'd be able to quit heroin. <laughs> That'd be a terrible idea. Also, injecting something into myself. Like, I know I work in the medical field, but... That just seems like a really bad idea.
2: Do you think addiction translates? Like, if you could be addicted to cigarettes, you could be addicted to anything? Or do you think it's situational? Addictive personalities, dude. Addictive personalities.
1: Yeah. Like, so... Well, and some people, it's, like, only this one thing they're addicted to, for sure. But, like, most of the time, people have more addictive personalities. So, they're also the people, like, you might see go back to drinking, like, energy drinks. I also stopped drinking energy drinks for, like, the whole month. Like, I drank just tea. Like, green... Um, like Earl Grey and Green Tea, like a mixture that I made myself. Right. That was it. For like that entire month. Um, so the same people that, you know, may smoke cigarettes or something else more, they also could be addicted to caffeine or alcohol a bit more easily. So they just it's like habit things where if you form a habit with it, it could be bad. Which is why a lot of times you see people who are like recovering addicts, um, they're, like, super, like, into working out and things like that. And they're, like, they do that, like, very regularly. It's part of, like, they've just traded one habit for another habit. At least this other habit is a healthy habit. <laughs> and so, like, trade-off happens kind of for the same reason. They're habit people.
2: It's interesting. I it, Okay, so walk me through this, your month cleanse. Was that just, you just wanted to see how it felt or you just wanted to have a reason not to use or what was what was the thinking behind that you just wanted to take a month just like catch a breath
1: yeah I mean at that point like I just I had gotten to a point where I was like drinking a lot more regularly than I wanted to like like yeah there was you know like a moment just like I'd obviously just drank too much on empty stomach and I'm like okay I'm like well at this point I have lots of reasons to not drink for a bit. Um, because at that point I'd been drinking like at least a drink a day, like you do not even think about it. Like, you're yeah, like, Oh, I had a long day at work. Like, I'm a... and like, not even like you're not even going out every day, but like maybe you have like ciders in your house or whatever. And like, you have less than half a cider a day, but you're still having alcohol every single day, even if it's like a little bit of alcohol. And that's like a weird thing to realize that you know, just because you're keeping the ciders in your house, and even if you're not finishing a full cider, not even drinking half of it, like you're still consuming it every day. And that's like, shitty, you know? Like, no one should even drink a little bit every day. Like, it, I at that point, you're still considered, like, an alcoholic half the time if you're having, like, a little bit of alcohol every day, even if it's less than, like, a can because you're not, that still equates to, like, four plus, you know, beverages in a week when you're, like, a woman. I think seven is, like, super bad and so on. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. Point is, yeah, decided not to drink, uh, went on, like, that whole, like, time frame for it and it you know, was genuinely nice because there is like more energy that you get from it. Like you're not fatigued. Your brain's never in like a foggy state whatsoever. Like, you know, you're a sharp thinker. Like right now I'm not my sharpest thinker, uh, cause we had some tequila. So like, that's not present. Um, and you're kind of just, you're with it, you know? And like, you're not, it's, it, it's nice. Cause you don't have that like and it amp- I don't know. Alcohol is just a weird thing. So it just I was like, I'm going to do it for 30 days. That was the point. I was like, I'm going to do it for 30 days. And then I just held on for that 30 days. And I even gave like a little bit extra. And then I tried drinking like hard alcohol right off the bat. And I was like, oh, this was a mistake. And I'm like, wow, that uh, that's a lot fucking stronger than I thought. It was like less than a drink. And I'm like, wow. You just, I don't know. I don't think I answered your question properly. But, you know, point is, for whatever the reason exactly may be, Nick, I did stop drinking for a month and chose to stop doing that. And it is a very healthy thing for people to do. And then it was really funny because after I did that, there was this whole, like, dry January thing coming out. So a lot of people just assumed I was on that kick. So that was kind of nice. Might start in December, but before the trend. Alcohol
2: is an interesting thing because you – Never feel great the next day, and yet we all go back to it. Like, you're guaranteed to feel shitty if you do this thing, but in the moment, you're gonna feel pretty good. And everybody takes that bet. We trade long term well being for this very short, very fleeting moment of, of less like, in- decent. Yeah, yeah, it's not even just, fantastic, though. Yeah, like, you're just less inhibited, you're more willing to take a chance to do things. To be more open, and it's, then you're gonna eat shit the, re- the next twenty four hours. I mean, have you ever
1: just like gone? I, I'm sure it's it's pretty boring for a lot of people. Like, go to the bar and like not drink. Don't get me wrong, I get that.
2: That would suck. That would be a shitty thing to do. I, you're just gonna go I sit disagree. in the corner. Really? I, no. Like, oh. I sat
1: there at a table with everybody that was drinking, and like everyone was like, you know, they were all buzzing in the nine. I was completely sober, and I was just chilling and like the energy of the environment was genuinely enough for me to have a good time without you know and like for me to like lower like any anxiety like because I do you know I can't be a socially inept human being like I was able to sit there and chat it up and be totally fine without alcohol and that was pleasant like I was good I was I was set. Just the energy of the environment with everybody chatting and like having that kind of experience. You know, they're drinking to like you know be able to socialize more. I'm sitting there not drinking, and I was it. It worked out the same. Like it was, but better for me even because then I wasn't you know stumbling over words or being a dumbass and just chatting with everybody else. And so like I, I'm not a super big advocate for alcohol at this point. Uh, aside from mimosas, I want a grapefruit mimosa most you know most weekends, but that's just because it tastes good. That's like a, a hangover within like an hour or two though, so that's a shitty one.
2: I get super yeah. tired if I drink, uh, if I have like a mimosa or any you champagne. Get, yeah, period. like I need I like get a super nap. Tired. Yeah, yeah,
1: and they get like a little bit of a headache, and so like it's not that's like a really not worth it thing, but it tastes so good. It's it a
2: short-lived be, uh, afternoon. Yeah, let's they, go get mimosas. And then everybody's taking a nap at three thirty.
1: Dude, genuinely, they should find a way to make that non-alcoholic. I would, I'd fuck it up. What like a non-alcoholic mimosa (laughs) like on a Sunday, like just chilling, just like oh yeah, like I'm living my best life. Infuse it with cannabis if you want. Fuck, like I don't care. Like just, just go for it. Honestly, people who smoke weed on a daily basis, like, would you consider them to be addicted to weed at that point?
2: Yeah, I mean daily, yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like if you're on a daily consumption, like if you are habitually doing anything on a daily basis, weed, caffeine, cigarettes, alcohol, are you not then just addicted?
2: But we only attribute that to things we perceive as bad, right? Because if you go to the gym every day, nobody's going to say you're bro. Addicted you're to the addicted gym. to the gym. Oh, okay. Like come on, right. like, <laughs>
1: like that. Just because it's uh, positive doesn't mean you can't use the same terminology. It just doesn't fit as well, which is not the same. I mean, still yeah. What's the
2: difference sense. between an addiction and a habit?
1: I don't see that there is one, Like aside from addiction as a negative connotation.
0: I think uh, addiction...
1: and an inability to live without it. (laughs) Sorry.
2: But what does that mean? You could be addicted to your family. You don't want to live without them.
1: That's called codependence. Oh,
2: true. That's that's a whole (laughs) other
0: realm.
1: But you're not wrong. What
0: were you going to say, Michael? Uh, I think the difference between addiction and habit. A habit is usually a positive... um, routine that you have rather or an addiction um usually uh it, it brings negative uh there's negative aspects to it you know if, if you can have a habit of i guess going to the gym every day you know um but there is a such thing as excess. if you're going to the gym every day to the point where you know you're probably uh you know you're you're neglecting your your you know, all your other responsibilities, you know, that, that I would call, I would classify that as an addiction or, you know, or,
1: like you go know. to the gym where you don't even go to work anymore.
2: You start neglecting your kids because
0: you're always at the gym. Yeah. You're just like for those gains, yeah. man. For those gains.
1: Did you pick up Tibby? Who <laughs> the yeah. fuck's Tibby? Yeah. You
0: know. Uh, Picking up but... this 225 right here. And and I, I think what would classify the, specifically with that difference is that, you know, uh, an addiction usually has a negative impact on your quality of life or those around you.
2: That's the big thing, right? Quality of life and its impact on that. Because if you're living the life that you want and you don't feel like anything's being obstructed by your current habit is there a problem like do you okay not to put you on the spot but i that thing fascinates me (laughs) do you feel addicted to that or do you feel like this is just like having a drink like this is just something that i like to do
1: he's just nervous ticking like crazy
2: is that what it is? It's there's like a, a nervous tick <laughs> thing? Yeah, this oh, is a okay. nervous tick moment. Like, since I, I like, there were I a little mean, bit it, of nerves, I didn't know it was attributed to the.
0: Yeah, I mean, to be oh, honest, yeah. I'd rather be fucking smoking a cigarette right now uh, than vaping. Um, did, did you get a
2: noticeable difference
0: between cigarettes? There's a, cigarette a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, if
1: you are in a set of, like, a spot of severe anxiety or, like, frustration, anger, whatever, like, if your emotion is heightened in a negative manner and you're trying to use nicotine to calm that down, a fucking vape, unless you. I don't even know if it would work be like one of those like really fancy like rigs but most of the time a vape is not going to hit the same as like a cigarette cuz cigarettes have just that much more like fuck your lungs fuck your body is vibes Is it psychosomatic
2: or is it really the makeup of the cigarette versus the makeup of the vape
1: It's part of like how it drags like the intake um and in part as well just like yeah, how much nicotine and everything there is. I'm, I'm not sure if somebody had, like, if they sat there and they vaped, you know, like, with those. Have you ever seen, like, those, like, like rigs? The like, those, serious like, huge, r- like. Yeah, it looks like a battery has, like, a pack. Huge battery pack, and it's has a huge thing. Like, I feel like those cranked all the way up because then you get, like, the big nicotine rush. Like, that might kind of get similar at that point to a cigarette, um, but it's also still, like, a lighter, I don't know, like it's a lighter drag. Like, I mean, I'm sure you've, tried one of those too like those are very like it's just a bunch of like smoke in your mouth it's not it's hard to describe taking a drag of a cigarette i don't know it's, it's not a good thing kids it's terrible don't ever do it
2: i've never had a cigarette good and that was my, i think that's my first time trying a vape thing
1: that wasn't do
0: you want to try a cigarette no, don't. Don't. I don't no, have no, desire, no, 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 you do. No. Yeah.
1: You don't want to give big they don't tobacco smell your, good. they taste soul, bad man, Come on. That's a
2: crazy thing. They kind of smell like shit.
1: Yeah, but you get, again, psycho thing. Like, you just end up getting used to the scent. Although, like, I still personally hate when I realize, like, a jacket smells like it a little bit or something. I'm like, oh, fuck, like, that's gross. And you have to, like, go wash it. Um, or, like, somebody walks in and just reeks of cigarettes. You're just like, it's, you can still smell it, and it's still a negative, but fuck, man. I don't know.
2: How much of that feeling when you take the drug is actually from the cigarette versus that's just the thing that you've latched onto? Like, you know how people will click oh, pens did- or use fidget spinners? Could Nick- you swap it out? Or it wouldn't be... Head rush.
1: So, like, there is a chunk rush. that is, like, psychosomatic, which is why you're able to swap over to, like, different things like vapes, chewing gum, and so on and so forth. Like, you can find other um, oral fixations to, like, switch away from. But with that being said, the, t- like, nicotine in tobacco does genuinely give you, like, there is a feeling, and it goes through your body. So, if you haven't smoked in a while, and you, you're you smoking for the first time, you take a drag You can literally feel the nicotine, which kind of feels gross if you haven't done it in a while, or if you like smoke way too much. Like you could sit there and smoke way too many cigarettes in a row, and you can feel it in your body. Um, it does have like a literal effect, like on your like whole nervous system, man. Like it really does. We can Google it right now, but it's just yeah, it's mildly disturbing to think about how much those things just control people. People
2: are so interesting in that regard as to what they pick to be their crutch, in a sense, what they choose to be dependent upon.
1: Well, it's usually somebody, you know, introduced it to them some way, somehow. Like commercials did nothing, like to, like commercials, I was like, you're right, that thing's disgusting, so on and so forth. But like people in my life, that's a whole nother situation, obviously.
0: The DARE program really changed my life, as you can tell. (laughs) That's where it all started. Yeah, like this You're is like f- this is like, for me. The like, dare yeah. program, I think this fits.
1: Like I'm, I'm super down to say no to drugs. Turns around two minutes later. Damn, a joy. Are you serious? Sure.
2: I wonder how many people actually got turned on to drugs through the dare program. Yes. They're like I don't do drugs, but you know what? I'm going to.
1: <laughs> like these guys seem really cool. Yeah,
2: free drugs? They're just passing those around. Me?
1: Like I didn't know it was an option. Like I need like to pay for I'm Like fuck. Well, I don't think it worked as well in Humboldt County because I feel like all the kids that I knew took it as like, okay, so you say no to everything that's not weed, noted. Because they're like, dude, we're fucking like, well, they grew up weed up here, like that. I mean, a lot of people's parents grew weed and sold weed and everything. So I feel like up here it was like, yeah, yeah, cracks bad for sure, for sure.
0: I'll never drink. Not
1: mad. Not me- oh yeah meth too obviously <laughs> like meth, like all those things are bad like meth's bad cracks bad like all those shit's bad but then they're like weed that, like you know alcohol is terrible i'll never drink i remember saying that like i t- i said i would never drink when i was like 11 and i'd smoked some fucking weed i was like yeah i'd never drink that's terrible with marijuana though weed though that's like that's chill like that's not it's not a bad thing it was sold as like no no this is this is like mother nature's like gift here this is like the proper medicine so you should be doing
0: do you do you feel like you have any like addictions or anything like that i don't think so i don't think so
2: i'm pretty good about just stopping like if i feel like oh well i've actually never really felt just like single. i hit the part where it crosses that threshold where it's like an everyday i mean in college i drank a lot but i it's kind of what college is about so yeah it's like is that really an addiction or are you just in college
0: environment I mean, uh really does affect a lot man
1: What yeah, if you never left so. college man like you would just be drinking college cheer
2: it probably i don't know if it would have lasted though i mean you're like Eight years in, and you're just still drinking that same amount. That's a people, lot of alcohol.
1: People are like that. Like that. That actually happens. What,
0: what's the most you've ever drank in it, in one sitting, man? <coughs> I at
2: this frat induction thing, we I don't know what it this. They had like a. Wait, boot. you're in a cold? Yeah, I was
0: for a little while. <laughs> still finding my legs.
2: They had like this glass. I think it was a glass boot. Like a cowboy boot thing that was huge, and Yeehaw. so they filled that up with beer and I think shots of maybe Everclear or whiskey or
0: something, and we had to chug it. And so I th- I think you should get another uh, like a glass boot, man. I think they should come be a the studio. Yeah. if oh, I had it like yeah. right here, so, oh, yeah, just yeah. In the, the middle. Book.
2: That's so. probably the drunkest I've ever been because we did that and then we had like this induction into your family thing. And so after that, we went outside and they had like little, you know, like those little glass pints that you can buy or plastic pints you can buy and you have to chug it and it's like whiskey or something. So then we chugged that. And that was, I was feeling pretty sideways after that experience.
1: I would have just been blacked out.
2: I don't think I've ever been blacked out. I've had those moments where it's fuzzy and you go in and out, so you might lose that's Thirty that's minutes? Yeah. Oh, no, I've... <laughs> I thought blackout out was the whole. You no, lose the no, whole you have you, you have
1: instances. Yeah. yeah, like I've I've come. I think have I come back from a blackout? I think I've come back from a blackout. I think it's more. I think it's considered like a brownout at that point.
2: That's what I've heard. Brownout. Yeah, they've got like, like grayed It goes like it's be brown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like with you know when the power goes out. Don't make it weird. Um, fuck you. <laughs> But yeah, so there's like, yeah, definitely had those. Definitely fucking black. Oh my God, I have blacked out. I've definitely, I feel like men, it's way easier for them to drink way too much. Like you can sit there and like men put it away so much better than women do. Even when I was like larger, I could drink way more than I can now, but holy shit in kids man when you're young and drinking you're a fucking idiot that always... shit
0: is so bad for you I had... dude we well, used sit there and chug shit like your uh, brain still developing you're an idiot as a kid regardless you don't need I to know, drink I know but into... then
1: like then you get your hands <laughs> on fucking alcohol and then you're like oh yeah like let's chug it let's go like you're like yes. watching these videos like yes this is so cool and you just you fuck up your brain and you do some really stupid shit and you don't even remember it half the time I think I broke someone's car once
0: Depressive. <laughs>
1: Drug strength. Try to open a door. I think I broke the door handle. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know what freaks me I out? I can't confirm. <laughs> Drug induced psychosis.
1: That's so that real. Scares the shit and out then of me. They get. Um... Sorry, you're gonna start something. In Humboldt County, there's been, like there was a trend at least like when we work at uh, the mental health facility where we would get patients with a diet like there, a lot of people would get diagnosed with what's called like um, schizoaffective disorder. But the problem was, a lot of it was like it was like. The pattern that we, like, saw a lot of people having was, like, they were on, like, meth and shit, like, drug-induced, like, psychosis situation, and then they would get diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder, which is, like, schizophrenia, um, like, similar in tier. But, like, sometimes that shit lasts, sometimes that shit doesn't. But if you're putting people, like, all on the same medication, like, whether it's permanent or not, like, that's fucking insane, because then you could actually give somebody, like, the side effects for medication that, you know, treat, you know, hearing voices in the nine and like psychosis, the side effect, if you don't actually have that, is then developing those symptoms half the time. So then you think the meds just aren't working and that person doesn't this meds. And then you're fucked. And then are they're just, they're fucked. And they're just, so so why yeah. does
0: that scare you so
2: much? Well, I just, you know, when you're a kid and you're getting wasted all the time and you're doing these things and then you make it out unscathed. You don't think anything about it. And then you hear these, I mean, doing this podcast, you hear these stories or you talk to these people that know their shit. And then you hear about how easy it is to tweak your mind the wrong way. And sometimes you might bounce back and sometimes you're just fucked. And that's your life now is you just, you went a little too far in one direction. And then it, it happens that fast that your life is severely changed.
1: So have you done shrooms, yes or no? Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa.
2: Now we're getting serious. Not even with shrooms, but just yeah. high doses of marijuana. Yeah. You can have well, a psychotic break.
1: Yeah, it can be like a low-dose, like, a low dose, like and everything anyway. A lot of people do have, well, especially back in if the ingested.
0: day. If ingested. Oh, well, that would be an edible. Were well, you going to yeah. smoke an edible? Not
1: just ingested. Like, well, you can have that experience when smoking. Like, that. what do you think a paranoid experience is? Oh, fair enough, fair enough. I think it's like,
0: high-dose THC you could... Well, uh, when you ingest it, it becomes uh, uh, like, a different. Like a gummy. Yeah. It becomes a uh, uh, mild hallucinogen.
1: It becomes more of that. But there are times when people literally are smoking just intense ass shit and they have absolutely no, like, nothing there. And then they sit there and think they're getting eaten by a fucking spider in a past life. And they're not because they're a human being sitting right there. So, like, yes, that does happen to people even with smoking and yeah, like it's just, could just you scared. imagine
2: you're just hanging out with your friends one night, somebody brought an edible just. and you just never come back. You just go, it's like you Dude. blast off into space and now that's your life. I that don't need an for that. <laughs>
1: I met a permafried person when I was a kid. Like, permafried? Permafried. That's what we called It's like someone who did enough drugs or like continuously like did drugs and like or smoked like a shit fuck of weed to the point where like they didn't need anything whatsoever to just act like that constantly. That's how their mind worked from that point forward. Um, and we called them just permafried. And there's like this chick like, I mean, she was pretty, you know, she was nice. I think we might like, have been like 13, 14 at the time we met her. Like, but she just... Barely functioning, more or less had her house become a trap house down the street, and thought it was chill to hang out with like fourteen year olds, which I was like, "Oh, you don't, you're not like someone's older sister or anything." I was like, "This is weird." I was like, "I'm, I'm good," but it's, it's a thing. Like people, and then they can't really hang out with people like necessarily their age after that either, because unless they're like in a similar boat.
2: I saw a bunch of kids one time doing whippets. I walked into this room and they were just. (sighs) sitting there that's been probably the the only time i've been legitimately of uncomfortable of being in a certain spot because of like drug use or something i've walked in and just the look on their faces scared the shit out of me i had this very real urge that this is not the spot i'm supposed to be so it was like i knew all the people that were doing it like there was no physical danger but just looking at their faces as they're doing this it just, it hit me in a weird way where I was, Dude. I could not get out of there fast enough.
1: I watched my friend literally fall backward. Like, she's like, oh, do you want to do this with me? And I think we had smoked a bit of weed. And I was like, "Uh, I don't, I don't really know what that is. But I was like this old school, like, you know, oh, gee, you're taking it out of the can. Like, you're not going to buy like little like old CO2 yeah. cartridges. It's like, again, we were, fuck, I was probably still like 14 then too. Shit. <laughs> um, just a kid. And I think I've been 13 at the time. But anyway, she literally just fell, like, right back. Like, she just did it, and she, like, collapsed onto the ground, and I was like, and then she, like, got up. Like, she, like, slowly got up, like, laughing, and I'm like, oh, fuck no. Like, I don't know what the fuck you just did. Like, I don't know what's happening to your brain. I'm like, I'm fucking high. Like, I'm good. Like, this is enough for me. Like, this is already too much. And to watch you just collapse, like, onto the ground, and then come back, and you're like, this is, like, and this is great, and just be, like,
0: Let's do another one.
1: I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, I'm yeah. good.
0: What's what's the hardest drug you've done? I'm not a hard drug guy. I would th-
2: I would say alcohol is the hardest drug that I've done. You don't want to just, shoot up some heroin just, right now? Yeah, no, I don't. But see, I don't have an appeal for like. I don't even really like drinking. I do occasionally in situations like this, and we're doing a podcast or something like that. But I don't really. I don't like the effect of not being a on top of my game the next day. I don't like not being able to work out. I don't like not being able to just function at my baseline. That irks me the wrong way.
1: It fucks with your baseline. Like day of and the following day, definitely.
2: But it's weird. You get that with alcohol. You don't get that with weed. Like weed, you can can smoke weed and go work out. I disagree.
1: You can get stoned enough to where, like, the next day you can like feel it. Like, especially if you do, like, edibles, anything that's longer lasting for your body. Edibles,
2: yes. But if so you're edibles, just smoking we'll get weed. it, there.
1: yeah. But if you're smoking it, well, if you don't get enough sleep, like, if you like, go to bed and you like, can only sleep like three hours, you can wake up still stoned for sure. Um, but that's, like, easier to combat because, in the worst case scenario, you like, I could, personally, I could drink, like, a fucking cup of tea and I'd be set. Like, I could literally just get Earl Grey out and I'd be good. Um, wouldn't even need like a rock star, whether like if I'm super fucking hungover though, from like alcohol, that's one of those times where like, you're like, I need all the caffeine all the water. Give me a fucking breakfast sandwich. Like you need way more to recover. Definitely.
2: Yeah. It's not for me. I'm not a big fan of it.
1: Yeah. We'd, we'd chill man.
0: You definitely look like a heroin guy. I get that a lot. <laughs> get that a lot. There's something it's about just, my persona.
1: I don't know. You're not really like veiny enough. Like,
0: I, mean, I don't have the track
2: marks, which doesn't really
0: help.
1: Yeah, like I'm not really like seeing. All
0: right. I don't uh, think so. All like, right. Here, here's a better it. question. If you were guaranteed no negative side effects, no addiction, no nothing, what drug would you want to take?
2: See, I mean, I don't even have like the desire Acid? when it. Acid, (laughs) but I don't view psychedelics the same way I view drugs. Like when I hear drugs, drugs, I think heroin. I think,
1: dude, I'm terrified of acid. I'm terrified of like you know like any of those tripping out situations because I don't want to like go like on like DMT or some shit and then not come back. That I don't know if
2: people don't come back from DMT. I I've know. I have I've heard of people like heard not people coming any back. Substance. I have mean, of people
1: not coming back from shrooms, man, and people microdose that shit all the time, and some people didn't come back from shrooms, which is like,
2: damn you. Have you ever tried a psychedelic?
1: Easy. No, I mean I've done weed. That's yeah. Do you
2: want to try one? Is that I like? Do
1: I think that it would be potentially an interesting experience? But I don't know, man. Like, I don't know if you need like excessive therapy or something. I don't know what I need to like feel comfortable to do that.
2: There's the that new ketamine facility that's and up it, and coming.
1: Ketamine just like fucking wild to me. I'm like, really? We're just.
2: I kind of want to try that, but it's expensive. It is an expensive therapy.
1: I just want to eat a little mushroom, man. Like throw it on my pizza or something, and call it good.
0: So, so what about but, ketamine? Uh... Like, do you think you would benefit from the experience of?
1: I think, I
2: think most people would benefit from some sort of psychedelic experience. The problem is, it. At least from my very uneducated understanding, it seems like the first time you try it, you were playing Russian roulette, and that's contingent on dose, it's contingent on your setting, but the first time you do it, you don't know what's going to happen, and that's when you are susceptible to that possible break. Especially if you have a background in mental illness, and maybe you've got some... Some schizo somewhere in the family or some-
1: Or just heavy trauma, man.
2: Yeah, or anything like that. And you've been pushing it down, and then you go into this state, and it just hits you like train. That's
0: fair yeah. enough, fair enough. All right.
1: This is why I joked heavy fucking therapy, man. Like, just in case. Like, make sure you've dealt with every possible thing that could pop up, and then try it.
2: Or just, I mean, yeah, what do you do? Because if, like f- if you want to try it, and you're not sure- you just, take just the
1: jump. You just you don't, just... No, don't go in. I feel like if you're not sure, don't go into it. Like, and then you, when you do go into it, make sure you are in like a very like comfy, supportive, solid, like happy environment. Maybe make sure there's like some cool lights, like some hanging lights or something <laughs> to like stare at. I don't know. That could be fun. There's Have you ever tried here.
0: psychedelics? No, no. What's uh, what's the hardest
2: drug you've done?
0: Oh, like on purpose or accident? Like, accidentally. Damn. That, I feel like that opens the door to a yeah, lot okay, of different drugs. Yeah, Let's go. Uh,
2: Who are you hanging out with?
0: The right people, obviously. No, um. Cringe. I don't Hardest drug. Like willingly or just just either <laughs> way accidentally. Such... Man, I'm cause... interested
2: to see now what your choice is for both, because I feel like that is.
1: Yeah, like, you gotta give both at this point. Like, honestly, like, if there's oh, a willing enough, and unwilling, enough. like...
2: Because what is willing? Like, like oh, what did weed, you ch- and then unwilling is, oh, yeah, I had some cocaine that somebody slept into something.
1: That you could only... Can you can you do cocaine in other ways and snorting?
2: You can lace it in weed. You could, like, put a little bit oh. on a joint. Smoke that. You can lace anything wow. if you try hard enough. Supposedly, <laughs> the weed yeah. and cocaine thing is a very interesting high.
1: I mean, I'm sure, because like, it's like semi-epi downer vibes, but. Okay, so what did you do unwillingly? Like,
0: I think heroin. I don't know for sure. <laughs> Just come
1: out <laughs> of the <laughs> fucking door with heroin. Wow. Okay.
0: I don't know for sure, though, man. This was like in the middle school, oh. so I don't know. And no, I'm that, sorry, that's what? happened to
1: people. Like, laced weed with heroin, especially in bigger cities. That happened to like a coworker she was giving me a story. They went and they bought it, like bought like weed, what they thought was just weed, right? They thought it was just fire ass weed. They had this intense ass high. And then they were like, so that was amazing. Um, What the fuck was that? And then they learned that they had done heroin the night before. How did they find out they did heroin? Uh, I think it was a specific name they called it, apparently. Um, and they were just these white girls thinking that they were buying, like, you know, buying the loud, buying the, fu- you know, Fuego, you know, like, just that good, that good shit. Like, all the stupid names you'll call, like, good weed. I'm and gonna, so they're just For the rest white of this podcast,
0: I'm going to please ask that you never speak to me and Nick like that ever again. Please. That was.
1: No promises. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they ended up getting that. And they just thought that, you know, cause it was some weird names. So they just assumed it just meant that it was, like, really good. Because, you know, they always come out with, like. Dumb, stupid names for like really good weed, and they like asked their coworker or something about it the next day, like when they were living down there. And the guys, like, they were like, "Um, yeah, that means it's laced with heroin."
2: Is that what happened to you? Is you thought you were smoking some weed? And...
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, man, it was middle school. It's, it's fucking it's... <laughs> middle school.
1: I can't judge you, but fuck,
0: it was middle school. We were all smoking heroin. <laughs> that's
1: crazy. Oh my god, that's a joke. <laughs> like. Just disclaimer that dude, there's... you guys
0: didn't smoke heroin in middle school. No. Oh, shit. okay, damn. No, we, were more like
2: that. we didn't really fuck around with heroin. Yeah,
1: this is no. like stoner city, bro. Like, they, I did smoke weed when I was like 11. That's not a joke. Like, I did actually end up smoking weed when I was 11 years old. I burned my bangs off,
2: smoking weed,
1: smoking weed because we got so stoned. I had to go to school like the next Monday with like these tiny little singe spot right here, like the top of my head. It was severely embarrassing, and it was See, awful. that's an
2: interesting thing. Do you think that messed with your development at all? Do you think you were any different than you would have been had you not done that at such a young age? I
1: already had, apparently, the stoner vibe, because even in elementary school, I had people thinking that like I was a stoner and like had been actively smoking weed, and I thought that was absolutely ridiculous. But I think, if anything, it may have like helped accompany like, the whole nah, fuck it, like, the, the laissez-faire portion of the attitude of, like, at the end of the day, what really matters is that I have to, like, go get a decent job and, like, work hard, like, wh- if it's not actually helping me get to that point, these things really don't matter, so, like, schoolwork just, I knew a lot of it was insignificant compared to, like, other things, depending on what I was planning to do. It helped me say fuck it, yeah, yeah, so it may have, may have fucked things up a little bit, I don't know. It's hard to tell now.
2: That's the thing, right? You don't know
1: I have no what idea. has
2: influenced what.
1: Yeah, like I don't think it caused anxiety, honestly. Like that was that was like a more nurture aspect. I don't think it caused like any of that. I think it may have just they just made a crutch. I don't know.
2: Well, that's the big thing with Ritalin, right? Didn't they used to prescribe that to kids as like an ADHD medication and it just Fucked a bunch of kids up.
1: I don't know. I had that as an adult though, and that wasn't terrible. Was ritalin? It was ritalin. Yeah, they gave me ritalin for a short period of time as an adult, like less than a year, because it started fucking with my like my um, arterial flow of my legs. Like I started getting like uh, like Raynards and all that, you know. You know, like the capillaries don't fill up as quickly, like in your fingers and feet.
2: Probably not. Not familiar with that. Yeah, that's
1: fair enough. And like some neuropathy, so pain in my feet. Feet very cold. Not getting enough blood flow,
2: and that was from the Ritalin.
1: Yeah, and smoking and caffeine. Don't get me wrong; like those all <laughs> and alcohol. Actually, up, right? like Everything yeah, if you drink alcohol, you drink caffeine, and you smoke cigarettes. Actually, all of those things attribute to it. But um, stimulants, especially, it's so like caffeine and Ritalin, especially have a factor on that. But I'm curious now. So you may have accidentally done heroin. What the fuck did you on purpose? That was the hardest drug. I'm gonna go back to that.
0: Life. Life. Wow. I chose life. That was pretty bad. <laughs> I was trying to learn something. It, it was... Uh, oh God, this is one, how old was I? Honestly, I can't remember. Um, I think it was when I first moved up here. But uh, Coke. Coke, for sure. Wasn't a fan of it. Not a fan of of uh, uppers. and I think I tried it once, and then I was just... Yeah, no, I don't like this. i'm not a fan so it'd have to be coke heroin would have to be the hardest on accidental um
1: that still shocks me yeah
2: i wonder what the difference between coke and adderall would feel like for someone that doesn't have adhd
1: okay for someone who doesn't have adhd i don't think there'd be i mean one's gonna be long lasting whereas cocaine is like a 10 minute drug if is it, it
2: really only 10 minutes?
1: If it's pure cocaine like actually just cocaine, it's only a few minutes of a situation. That's, Th- that's why it's, why so, it's so expensive. expensive like you it have is... to sit there and keep snorting. Oh yeah. Like that's why people keep going to the bathroom like crazy if you're at a party where they're doing coke, that's what they're doing. Like they're just re-upping. Every 10 to 15 max 20 minutes. Um whereas if somebody if you ever did cocaine and it lasted longer, it could be cut with Adderall it could be cut with Ritalin, or it could be cut with fucking math. which, okay, if I was going to say the worst accidental drug I might have done, it might have been math, Because I did, I started, I did a line of coke the first time, like, I, I just, I tried it that first time, and, oh, I'm not going to, is that a mutual friend's house? Anyway, it doesn't really matter. I was going to tell you, but we're on a podcast. So yeah, anyway, probably that down though. Yeah. So anyway, um, this was many years ago, fresh out of high school, and I was like, okay, I guess I'll try it. Everybody else is doing it. Did one line. I was good for the entire night, and I couldn't go to sleep at all. And I was like, this. was it? Wasn't a good feeling? Like obviously, like things going in your nose doesn't feel great. And I literally couldn't go to bed. And I was like, this is fucking awful. I have to work tomorrow. I was like, people just do this and they keep like going back and doing this. It seems wrong. And then like I found out from another friend later on, like, oh yeah, a lot of people will cut it with like a small amount of like it's just, like a small amount of meth. And I'm like, What? And they're like, yeah, because meth's way cheaper. And I'm like, What the fuck? And I'm like, is that why I couldn't sleep?
2: Well, that's the big thing with fentanyl right now. Is it's cutting yeah. cut cutting everything it's, with fentanyl.
1: It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So like back then it was like, Holy shit, you could end up doing fucking like if so my mind back then, this is like two thousand this, this might have been like the end of 2015 even like it was that long ago and i was like holy shit that is fucking like that okay that's awful and then and like so i was like oh my god so things can be cut with that like okay so that's great that's good to know that's like fucking awful and yeah now it's all fentanyl but just and apparently the best thing people cut it with is like fucking flour and like vitamin c fucking pills and shit like that that's the better things apparently they'll cut it with i had someone give me like basically a documentary on like what you can cut cocaine with and i was like okay (laughs) good to know it's because they were cocaine salesmen also on the side and they were giving me their life story on that front and i was like i think they were also high on cocaine is why they were telling me about it i'm really unsure um i wasn't monitoring that party situation i was just drinking so it wasn't really my problem uh, but I did get a full spiel. And I was like,
2: okay. A lot of moving
0: parts in that story.
1: Yeah. You're welcome. This is how you find out things. You just you go to a party where you accidentally meet people that- uh, Or you sit and really drink in a things. podcast. Or Yeah, you sit and drink in a podcast.
0: All right. So out of curiosity, man. Terrible. What is your story?
2: My story? Yeah. What is that? That's a very open-ended question. That's the point. It's like, when were you born? <laughs> 1997. That's part of my story. What do you mean, what is your story? What is your story? In terms of... Of you. Well, I mean, we could sit here and talk for four hours or five seconds about that. What do you mean?
1: That's kind of the point. He wants you to figure out. I know. Out he's,
2: how, he yeah. wants me to fill in the gaps for what that question yeah. entails. And that's why I'm trying to pull out a little bit more.
1: He likes to figure out how people are going to respond.
0: Well, the best part about that question is how people respond. Uh, it's... it's uh, the response says more about people than the initial what they tell you i guess what initially what they tell you and i guess more or less i i mean what led you what led you to the point in your life that uh i guess where you're at now like what 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 got you here what what is the uh, stream of events Still
2: staying very broad with our line of questioning.
0: <laughs> what's your What's your life story, man? Who's Nick Flores? What made Nick Flores? No, no, the...
1: if, I, if I do the whole name, it has to be Nicholas.
0: Nicholas Flores. Sorry, I'm sorry. Better ring. What Flores, it rolls off the tongue a little bit better.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't be wrong. I cringed Firm a little bit disagree. when I said Nick earlier a few times. I was like, ah, just not.
2: <clears throat> what made you're me... one of the last few people that still call me Nicholas.
1: I brought it back at one point.
2: You did in high yeah. school. You brought it back. Yeah, you had a lot them. of people saying it.
1: It was pretty funny.
2: Yeah, now it's just my parents that say Nicholas only in certain situations. When you're in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Those are those situations.
1: So you went to like, you went to school, obviously. You got a degree that you're not super utilizing at the I moment. Use it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all so right. What's your yeah.
2: degree in? It was uh in cognitive science and computer science. Yeah, so, so really, I use it all. Yeah. I mean, I'm using it all the time.
1: Science for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, so
0: work. I guess, uh, what do do you do? Work in computer science or no? What's
1: what's your no. day? What's your day job?
2: I do up- upholstery. I do like construction labor. That's what I do. I do labor jobs. What?
0: And, uh, I, I guess are you are you not interested in the work in the field and like what aspect of it has kept you from finding a job with your uh with, with your degree man i mean it's a pretty fucking lucrative business so yeah i mean there's a
2: lot of money to be made in that field i just don't i love the work i used to go i mean i'd go out to a party get wasted and then go home and write code and like <laughs> talk about how much i loved writing code i was that nerdy about the programming side of that fair enough so it's not loving the work i just don't fit into that mold of the person that's going to sit at some desk and write you know a couple hundred thousand lines of code for somebody else to go use for something that was never my mo
1: i don't so how did you end up uh, podcasting, anyway? Like, what What was, like, the moment that you're like, I'm going to When did this turn this? into,
2: like, uh, why do I feel like we're on some therapy session of, hey, Nick, intervention time. We're going to talk. But he
1: asked a question. Nicholas, do you want to unpack, unpack that? Well. I don't
2: know. Yes. Let's go back to my childhood and see if we can figure out where it starts from I'd there. love to
0: talk about that. We can do that. That's fine.
1: Were you bullied by What's your, your story?
0: <laughs> that story question is such an interesting question. Yeah, what's your story, man? That's what I'm asking. I'm asking necessarily...
1: I think you might have to just like buy him a drink off air for that one. Oh no, it's not. I'm not. No, I'm not trying
0: to
2: hide anything in that sense. I just think that question is fascinating. Yes, there's a part in how somebody responds to it, but there's also a part in what it says about you as a person asking that because it is very broad.
0: What does that say about me? Aside from it's a broad question.
2: Well, I don't know a whole lot about you. You have to make that. I know, but to make that distinction, when somebody asks broad questions like that, it could be because they don't know enough to go any deeper. So you started this baseline of we're going to take a broad overview and then see what's interesting off that and where we can go. Or it's just like a throwaway question. I mean, there's not really a bad way to counter that in somebody's response. Like, oh, what do you, are you happy in life? like you could just go ask that to somebody and then that's, you're not, what I'm get a ass- but that's not what I'm asking though I know but it's not like a there's no real depth in that question so tell me about your life or tell me about yourself I disagree the depth uh I I don't I I there's no if somebody asked you that question how would you respond if I asked you right now that same question
0: I would uh ask that you ask first or answer first rather
2: She's <laughs> like a weird Game that
0: that devolves into. Why is that a game? What aspect about it is? is Well, that's like. Tell me about your life. Tell me about yourself. Tell me about the story that you want to tell me.
1: The big thing is like I've watched a lot of people respond to that question in like various ways. You have people who go into like extra, like just heavy detail, like childhood trauma, step by step, like all throughout it. Then you have other people who focus on their career. There's the people who focus on like their, you know, their relationship aspects, interpersonals, and and there's people who just like kind of skim over it all and call it good. So you just have a huge variation, um, which is genuinely telling about where the person's at, like what their mind brings up when they hear that question. Um, which is why Michael is a shit and fixates on it. Cause there <laughs> is an opportunity to like, you can go really Wherever you want. I mean, it's, it's really just, you pull out whatever the, you know, that person's brain comes up with. And so like, there's people who are very defensive. They're going to have a very defensive response. There's people who are very traumatized and open and just like a fucking like loose nerve ending, like just a cut open nerve ending, just sitting there exposed and they're going to like run. And you're like, oh shit, <laughs> sorry for asking that one. But it, it is interesting to see where people are at in their lives. Cause that is what dictates their response. Definitely. Um, and their mental state. So I will advocate for that portion of it. Bless. At the same time, would I make you or try to get you to answer that on a podcast where it's recorded and you're probably going to upload it and that's going to exist forever and be mildly embarrassing potentially? Probably not. Just saying. No,
2: I don't have any problem answering know. Real, Like, I'm not shying away from it because I'm worried about spilling my deepest, darkest secrets and looking bad or something like that. Who knows
1: what pops into your head when you thought, like, when that question comes up. I don't know. It could be a little bit much. It
2: literally popped into my head. he isn't telling us. No, that it's just, (laughs) I feel like it's just kind of a shit question. Not in, like, a rude way. I just feel like.
1: If it's too broad, it is harder to answer. But
2: it's almost like you're walking, you're kind of trying to walk this rope. You're on this line and you're like. I don't want to be deep and ask a real like existential question or something that I might really care about and figure out how you feel about it, but I don't want to ask something super basic like, "Oh, how's the weather?"
0: What are so your defining almost... virtues?
1: That's a better question.
2: That is a better question. That is a better question. What are your defining what are your defining virtues? I'm I've been working on the idea of character lately and figuring out how i feel about that i would say that is one of my virtues is figuring out who you are and what kind of person you want to be and acting in accordance with that i feel like at least in my life some of the greatest pains that i have went through have been acting against my nature doing things that i know were stupid at the time and still doing it or doing things that i don't feel align with the kind of person that I want to be. I feel like that's where pain comes from, is you're going against your own nature. And see I can articulate that because I think that was a better question. If the other <laughs> question it's almost like so tell me a story. It's like, well what kind of story do you want to hear? That was a better question.
0: The great thing about that is that you did not answer my question though.
2: A character, I I mean char- how many do char- you want me to
0: What makes a character is virtue, the aspects of things that you hold dear to you, the uh the uh, yeah,
2: acting in accordance with your nature. So, right, figuring but out what, what
0: aspects of it, uh, what, what aspects of your nature, uh, define you? Do you, uh, value loyalty? Do you value honesty? I haven't gotten any, uh, any, uh, any sense of, uh, definitive characteristics that, that I can, you know, that essentially answer my question. I mean, character absolutely makes. You know, it, it makes a person who they are. It helps make their decisions, uh, you know, it, and it ultimately defines somebody. But ultimately, you know, what makes a character is, is virtues. And what aspects of virtue do you, you know, do you try to initially initially try to incorporate in the way that you live?
2: Well, I guess maybe I was speaking a little too broad, but in my mind, it's more concrete. Character for me is integrity. It is, you know, the male trope of being a provider. It is acting with intention. When I say character, that's what I think of. So those would be more concrete virtues, but I think I'm still working through the idea of character, which is why I
0: kind of phrased it how I did. That's fair enough, and I think... um... You know, everybody. Um, you know, the uh, our entire lives we spend it trying to, you know, trying to initially create the character that we want to be, or you know, and sometimes it's. Sometimes see, I don't
2: view it as creating a character. I feel like it's almost an it's almost removing the outer layer that you've built around yourself. I feel like that's more in line with where I find myself. That I had built up this thing, and now it's almost trying to strip that away.
0: So who do you want to be?
2: A better version of myself.
0: What does that mean? um, These questions are...
1: (laughs) What does a better version of yourself look like?
2: I think I'll know that tomorrow. And then I think the next day, (laughs) but really, I think that's, I don't know what a better version of myself is, but I know that it is not what I currently am. And so tomorrow I'll have a slightly better understanding and hopefully achieve slight progress in that direction. And then the next day I will take that step again. And then the next day, I don't know, there's no finished product. You can't ask me, well, what's the perfect version of you? I don't know. I might change tomorrow, but I know that there is incremental progress that can be made to get me closer. And those are the steps that I take.
1: Is there anything that you consider to be like progressive movement that you are doing or would like to start doing for that?
2: Oh, now we're going to get into social justice. Meaning, what are we <laughs> like, talking like BLM? Like, no, we're talking what, about no, 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 no. Like, you, we,
1: you specifically. <laughs> so, some people like when they're saying, "Oh, a better version of myself." Oh, like I must slowly like work through that. Whatnot? There's like the classic, obviously, you know, gym, eat better, be nicer to people. Like, there's all those kind of like basic things. Um, but there's also like certain like interpersonal things you can also do as well. Um, in in that regard and so are there any things you know in getting that better version of yourself helping like move towards that are there any things that you've been like you know i need to or i would like to or i am doing blank i need to do more of that actions that would then help progress that in your mind at this moment that you have thought of already
2: read more philosophy that is where i had a i I won't shout out the guests th- well yeah well, uh, I had Juan Pablo Cervantes on, and he sent me Epictetus's handbook, and so I've been reading that, and I have Mike, Mike Marcus Aurelius's book as well his he's, he's a good read which one i I believe Marcus Aurelius only has one, and it's like his oh, journal I, I that's out miss sorry misheard that oh no worries so and I actually stopped reading Marcus's two finish epictetus because obviously the stoic he kind of fed into where marcus went and marcus can kind of reflect on Yeah, you know, i'm just probably speaking into the void here right now but oh. in reading those books it has become very apparent to me that that stoic way of life is very alluring and i think what about pursuit it of philosophy just i think well, I think that ties back into my answer of character. I think those two are very entwined. Acting in accordance with nature. I think there's something about that idea that I find very interesting at this phase of my life.
1: All right, so if you're going to be a and d character, I feel like you might be like an elf druid. <laughs> with like a nature class in there of some sort.
2: I don't know what that translates to. You okay. could say, oh, you're gonna be Yeah. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Well, maybe not even a druid, but you're like being vague. I know, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. But in my mind, anytime I've ever thought of like a character that was like in tune to- sorry, you just mentioned in tune with nature. I always think of like elf fucking druids half the time are typically the ones that end up like end up being a character that's played as like, you know, very in tune with like fucking nature. Elf is obviously you know, like a you can be like a woodland elf, like an elf just Sure, if you've seen movies and shows where elves existed, um, in the woods and things like that, but I'm trying to make this a more fun conversation. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, y'all are killing me a little bit. And <laughs> like, druid is just magic, more or less. I know I'm butchering that. Don't kill me.
0: The magic of the human spirit.
1: But yeah, I mean, you're more in tune with that like aspect. Like a lot of like you know when people play some of those characters, um, at least I, like I've seen firsthand, they are like actively you know trying to make sure they're like they're not fucking with like they're they're doing healthier things they're you know actually you know they do smoke some weed don't get me wrong but like they're doing healthier things and they're uh definitely not going on their lawn and just saying fuck you like they're just there's more in tune there's more of a better vibes
2: a little more grounded yeah maybe in a sense
0: what what is living uh in in uh Living, I guess, in regards to nature, like, mean to you?
2: We're really trying to hammer in on my <sighs> philosophical standpoint I was on life. So huh? <laughs> <hard to laughs>
0: you <pull> were trying. <laughs> 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 I was like, let's, you
1: went straight, let's,
2: straight to D You're like, like okay, take let's take the heat off. Like, let's turn like, the. I was shit. like, you know,
1: I could like, I could plug an app. Like, we could sit here and like character build real quick. <laughs> like, it'll be fun.
2: Do you guys have a lot of these discussions when it's just you two? Do you get
0: existential like that? i and... I, I try to have these conversations Man. with everyone.
1: He does, he does. But yeah, we've definitely had plenty of those over the fucking nearly six years, definitely. Um, And there are plenty of times where I'm in the spot of like, like, okay, like if I'm high, let's be honest, like you can be high or drunk sometimes and your brain's like, I'm not there or just fucking tired. Mostly it's usually just tired. Like it's like late at night, I'm literally in the bed, lights are off. He's like, so what about this existential thing? And I'm like, what about the what? And the who? And the... Bitch, it's twelve a.m. Like, what do you mean? What about that? Like, yeah, I'll try and respond, I guess. And then, like, you start snoring in between responses. That's great. It's ten out of ten. I just want to be asked when I'm awake. That's all I ask. So yeah, you're in the hot seat. So I'll try to pull you out of it. I don't
2: feel like I'm in the hot seat. I, don't I just,
1: know.
2: I mean, ninety percent of what this thing is is just—it
1: is back and it should be, yeah. no, it should be back and forth, but. You got slammed, like, the last, like, 10 questions, so... Yeah, you were on a track yeah. there for a minute where... Yeah, so I was like, oh, okay, that's like, a I lot was, of questions I was in
2: trying to figure out where this was going. Maybe it was to build my D&D character, figure out which I would fit in best with. Would, would you be down to play d and I wouldn't be opposed to it. I don't really understand it past the very cursory knowledge that you gave me on that podcast. Which is,
1: like, next to no knowledge. I know nothing. But great news... You can just have a podcast where it's, like, you learning how to build a character and then potentially having, like, a campaign and just, like, recording that, like, once every few weeks.
2: People do that. People have d and
1: I know. Podcasts. Yeah, uh, that uh, was where the thought uh, came from. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I know that exists. Sorry. I don't watch them. I've, like, I've heard tell of them.
2: But see, my thing is, why play D&D when you could play Call of Duty? Like, that's what gets me. It's like, oh, just go play Call of Duty. Why, why do you
1: believe those are comparable in the slightest? <laughs> that is well, dumb.
2: D&D, like, everything is in your mind. And I get that that's alluring for some people. I not mean,
1: everything. People, like, put, like, music on. Like, people make, like, miniatures and shit. Yeah, but Call of like, Duty, I get
2: to blow shit up. And it's on the and
1: screen. And it It's, like, right You get then it, you, get a, you get, oh, to, see, you get
0: to commit people. genocide in D&D, man. You get to nuke world. You get to, you know, that can't be a murder happen. hobo. Or you can be, you know, a hero of justice, a hero of virtue, and go out of your like. That's the the beauty of it, man. Is that you? Uh, the it whole does aspect take way of, too long. of like role playing.
2: It's like multi days sometimes. Like, dude, right? you're Isn't literally it? like, like you're months, stuck
1: years depending there. on your You know, a DM. one session can be hours. I mean, I haven't played a session that long, but like they've been at the house playing a fucking session for like eight fucking hours. Like I went. I got a mimosa. I did laundry. I made food. I cleaned. I like went back and forth from the house like three times. Went shopping. They're still fucking there. At that point, like I'm like watching TV like in a different room. And I'm like, Jesus. Eight fucking hours later. I'm like, are you guys even okay? Like I'm done. Like I'm ready to go to bed. You guys are still fucking playing games. I'm like, what the fuck? It's intense. It's present.
2: And so what are you guys trying to do? Like the general D and D playthrough. What is the what is it? What are you
1: Oh that that greatly depends, um, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, on like the campaigns like the um Dungeon Master. You're wrong. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, the person in charge, like, you know, obviously comes up with like their world and they may, you know, come up with like what they like want you to face and whatnot. Um they're gonna take into consideration, of course, like each person's like background and character. Um, and things they may be struggling with should then be able to move forward through the game and like entwine that like within the game itself so like if someone's coming in there and they're you know they're like super poor and they've fucking fucked somebody over in like three towns over or some shit you may have to fuck like deal with the people that they fucked over like that might come back into the game later and it you know some of the games can be set in like futuristic time frames they can be set in like star wars-esque situations they can be in like olden times like you know medieval the fuck ton of magic i mean it really you could really just like pick a game that you really like to play like call of duty it can be set in like call of fucking duty like you can have it set like that and you know you'll just be doing like different versions of like that and like that's how your campaign runs is like and everyone has to, like, get these different guns and everything, and you have to, like, go and collect them.
2: See, now imagine that in
1: VR. I, I do think that... I'm a sneeze. Maybe not. I do think that D&D and VR would be fucking great. Genuinely. And you could
2: actually be in those places and doing those things. and
1: It would also be mortifying as fuck, because you can get eaten by a dragon. Like, a lot of different things can happen. You can, like, fall out of a plane, like... Get kicked out of a ship for potentially carrying a disease. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> bye. That happened in one of those games. Like one of the di- like one of the guys like kicked out of the fucking ship because he might have contracted a disease that was like fucking with you know magic or something.
0: Um, I don't know. I wasn't there.
1: You were on the ship. <laughs> that was your game. <laughs> you were in it. Whatever. Um, but yeah, someone literally got kicked out of a fucking ship.
2: So is there, like, a rule set that people... Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have to get, like, certified? Like with any game. No, <laughs> you, you have don't have to certified. get certified.
1: I'm definitely yeah. not certified in any of it. Uh, I mean, there's, like, rule books to, like, help help you figure out, like, what the spells are, like, what spells you're allowed to learn, if you're going to be, like, doing magic, what kind of, like, you know, armor and stuff you could possibly get, like, what kind of guns you can use, if you're going to eat like, another weapons and all that there's there's Just stuff in open things. to
2: interpretation in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, your DM's the person well, who is uh, like it's the
0: beauty nah. of it man. It's a uh, a role playing sandbox where essentially you get to shape the uh the world through your actions, you know, and it's uh think of it as a uh very interactive kind of um open-ended like role like storybook, you know, you can change the way, you can see the way your character affects the world you can you know you can choose to slay the uh you know priest that is sacrificing everybody to like some kind of demon god and make their lives better or you can just choose to ignore it and not you know give a shit about it and then it come back and bite you to the ass like it's it's a very much um interactive uh sandbox that you can your side get to quest play you know and depending on you know and mechanic wise you know there's different classes and stuff like that that you can play as and you know in terms of the way uh you know encounters happen you know it can make or break uh (laughs) you know the world you know hey i'm gonna go fuck with this magical item and it turns out oh yeah this is some kind of tie into this god on this plane and since you fucked with it you know like the like a boo in the cave of wonders (laughs) aladdin you know it can have dire consequences you know and you'll see it immediately or you might see it you know happen three or four or five campaign sessions away you know like hey this uh this priest that i slayed was actually somebody very important you know and and so now because i you know i killed him uh you know this even worse that runs like the local village's church has decided oh yeah you know i'm gonna make a contract with the demon and i'm gonna slowly push that that like aspect of it and because you didn't do anything about it you now have to you know deal with this like town uh becoming a demonic spawn hotspot or something like that and it it's it's the appeal of it is that it's a kind of like a just a sandbox man it's a never it's a breathing living world that you have tangible effects on as a playable character you know and then on top of that you create a character that that you know if you uh if you're uh you know and and you can either play it as just a game or you can play it as like a kind of just a an imaginative exercise in regards to you know different possibilities of different aspects of human character you know or, you know, again, it's it's a good way to kind of – it's a good mental exercise to really approach a lot of complicated questions and problems in a sandbox, you know, in a safe setting. You know, like, hey, if I'm a really shitty person, you know, and just – you want to pull your mic? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there it is. is.
1: I keep not doing that, but
0: – You know, but, uh, but the – it's um,
2: – I need, like, a guy in here that just runs around and adjusts mics. He's I, just like, oh, let me go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um shout out to angel i us
1: try it really hard right there but it's <laughs> but still... yeah
0: it, it, it's essentially a living, living breathing world that you uh get to interact with as a character and the character can have any kind of backstory or upbringing or you know along with like uh you know the the aspect of class in terms of like whether you're a wizard druid warrior so on and so forth it just ultimately affects you know um, you build a story for why this person decides to become like a Shaolin monk or whatever, or somebody who sells their soul for a contract to become a sorcerer. Man, people are so interesting.
2: Because somebody invented that. And somebody also invented yeah. the iPhone. <laughs> not And not to shit on one or the other, but just the breadth of human innovation is insane. Yeah. Like yeah. We've got people coming up with D&D. We have people inventing Call of Duty. We have people... Well, and I putting, would, we have people building games pyramid. In, what, like, what's general? the appeal
0: of Call of Duty for you man like what oh man it's just so much fun <laughs> it's just so much fun Call of, I my, Call of Duty I love committing has,
2: war crimes Call of Duty has been my shit since middle school I've been playing those games Not and sure. then it got weird when they started doing jetpacks, and now they're back Modern Warfare 2 is pretty legit that's been my shit lately and the Battle Royale option is Warzone is
0: my shit What's your opinion
2: on the state of video games nowadays? In terms of quality, oh, well, it's definitely better than it's ever been. Is it? I mean, would you want to go back to Pong?
0: Mm, I think in terms of going back to Pong, maybe. I mean, I mean, you have how many iterations of fucking Tetris, you know, with well, in like terms Candy of, Crush and stuff like that. In
2: terms of graphics, in terms of I mean, just storyline, it's better today. There are those ones that stand the test of time like Tetris, but Tetris is Tetris is surface level. T- Tetris is like checkers, that it's just, Maybe. they've reached this escape velocity where everybody knows what checkers is, or chess.
0: Everybody who play, has played chess, and you've got You'd Tetris so i i I guess i i would argue that in terms of quality of graphics yeah that's undeniable man that's just tech getting better i think in terms of story uh i think in terms of creativity um there's there's aspects of it that yeah for sure you can and, and of course it's all a subjective opinion you know just much like with anything you know in the world um I think in terms of storytelling, uh, like, there, like there's this concept of, of, uh, you know, like, okay, well, is it a good thing that, like, you can appeal to a mass audience now in terms of, like, video games? Like, video gaming is, like, bigger than ever. Uh, and, like, on one hand, that's a great thing because now, you know, this is something that everybody actively indulges in. But, you know, in terms of, like, Quality in terms of like storytelling or respect for like video game lore or the worlds that that um you know that these video games exist in it it's it's I think it's a pro and a con you know as you as things become more readily accessible to people uh, in terms of like uh, media I I think it, there's like a corporate aspect of it that like it, it things get tend to get watered down because you're trying to appeal as many people as possible I mean, there is yes there
2: is that when the space is more open you're gonna have people submit shitty stuff because it's more accessible but there's also going to be more
0: incredible stuff too well but and, and i guess to give you an example uh in terms of um like movie making you know the the aspect of of Uh, you know certain themes and and stories and that uh, are willing to be told through any kind of media uh, you know tv film radio podcast etc etc books um it's it's uh if you're trying to appeal to as many people as possible you can't it, it becomes harder and harder to really delve into more uncomfortable topics because it can have a the opposite reaction, where you, you know, you just in terms of like, uh, you know, like the last of us, and so you know, it's uh, you have these uh, you have uh, you know, people. Th- I like can't th- tell, is this argument going in
2: favor of gatekeeping or going against it?
0: <laughs> I, I think uh, there's important aspects of it that are uh necessary but at the same time you know you can't necessarily i guess that's the argument of you do need new people and new ideas you know because people new people bring new ideas in order to address this um i i think a certain level of gatekeeping is important you know and this goes for just anything i mean you can apply the aspect of gatekeeping to. You know, but
2: when has gatekeeping ever made anything better like when does anything ever get better by blocking out
0: competition? I think it really depends. Um, and and again, it's 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 more of a, a philosophical aspect of it. You know, is all change good? You know, is is pro, is progress good? Is all progress good? It's you know, it's all depends on inherent. Yeah, but there's a difference between stifling
2: progress and giving that ability to a gatekeeper and letting them decide what passes through the membrane i think there's as opposed to just blanketly.
3: right right right, right. Oh, and again
0: that's where the issue um kind of just that's where the the point of contestion is it's like okay well how much are we suffocating ourselves by gatekeeping keep versus you know just opening the floodgates and being being as accessible as possible when you're accessible as possible um there's you know you you get drowned out trying to cater to as many people as possible and that changes a lot of the way the content is necessarily written or conveyed the themes that you can address are, are you know verse uh the the themes that you can address or trying to address kind of radically change because you know what makes sense for one person or the story that you're trying to tell you know um really changes you know like uh and, and i guess you see that aspect a lot in terms of um Hyper fixation of like identity and stuff like that, where as opposed to trying to tell a very human story, as opposed to just the struggle of a you know, uh, uh, you know, and a, a Mexican American immigrant, you know, to not you know, it, it, it's it's very niche and it becomes very niche. Um, yeah,
2: but then that's part of it, right? So it goes niche and it sucks and then something new comes up and takes its place whereas if you had the gatekeepers in place that one thing that sucked might just stay the top dog because right right the stifling I, I, and that's why competition
0: uh, right and, and but there again it's it's a it's a gradual is this i I feel like are
2: you trying to take this to a more philosophical Worldview standpoint in terms of social movement, where where is this going?
0: Oh, I think we had the same. Issue. <laughs> we had the same issue at the shanty. Um, it 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 can apply to a lot of different fields, man. I mean, take your pick. You know, no, um, but
2: be concrete with it. What is? Oh, uh, you're asking. you're yeah. asking. I'm is trying to out, task. I'm trying, trying to fi- angel translate for me. Where are we trying to go trying to with like this? Now. I'm lost like... in the sauce.
1: This typically hits for, like, media in general, as well as, like, uh, you know, games and so on and so forth, where think of it like um, you're going to make your face like favorite pasta dish, uh, but now you need to accommodate all these people and, like, a shit fuck of them may or may not have an allergy to, like, gluten, to, like, maybe they're lactose intolerant, like... Whatever, like so they have allergies and like it's like say it's like fettuccine alfredo, right? Like some basic shit. Like you obviously have a pasta Dude, are you shitting on fettuccine right now. No, I love fettuccine. Okay. That's uh, the but problem. That's the problem, yeah, actually. Uh, but like so it has you know it has gluten typically because pasta typically has gluten and like all these things, right? So like there's just that's it's a simple dish, but obviously it has lactose and it has gluten and you know some other spices and whatnot. And you're trying to make this more palatable for a large group. You're going to change a lot of the core features of this dish to then make it more palatable in this case it probably wouldn't taste as good in a lot of cases it might taste pretty great whatever depends on like what food you're trying to change for it um the commentary no, I, under- yeah. I
2: understand the pandering to a to a large to a larger audience yeah, and it, how that waters down the product what i don't understand is the connection to
1: with whole gatekeeping, gatekeeping and how thing? that
2: then is beneficial
0: because uh, I'll, I'll give you an example out. i'll give you an example all right Say you are cooking for uh, a Just group of people. Food. We're going back to food. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the easiest way to, I guess, try to make my point. Um, say uh, you're in a room, you're cooking for four people. You're making this, uh, you know, uh, chicken Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> you're making this chicken Alfredo, right? And you make it for this group of people. And. Uh, you know, nobody has an issue with it. anything like that. It's a really relatively steep, you know, standard dish, so on and so forth. Okay. So now, uh, everybody, you know, your friends tell your, their friends about, uh, how good your chicken alfredo is. And then they show up to your party or your dinner or whatever. Or you invite them over, so on and so forth. And then you cook this just for them. And then they're vegetarian. That process is an issue. That means you have to kind of, you have to address that in some way. Uh, so you, you know, and slowly, you know, you start having more and more people kind of just have more input on the way that, uh, this dish should be prepared. And so in order to accommodate everybody that you have, you're having over for dinner, you got to have to make some changes and some of it may be good. Some of it may not be bad, uh, or some of it (laughs) may be bad, but, and then ultimately when you try to please too many people. Um, you lose focus of why of what you're trying to make initially, if that makes sense. I no, I so, understand. We're still at and, the and,
2: surface level of we we haven't you haven't gone to the gatekeeping side yet. So if you, but that's where not that. no vegans that's, allowed. That's where no gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah. But really, that's where no gatekeeping is best because if you go over to this person's house and they're pandering to everybody and water down. The pasta to make it vegan or whatever free market decides you just don't go over to that person's house anymore you say well i like my fettuccine this way and so since there's no gatekeeper deciding how fettuccine is going to be made you get to go over to this other person's house and say fuck the vegans we're eating our fettuccine with chicken but if it was a gatekeeper scenario and the gatekeeper decides all fettuccine is now vegan There's nowhere else to go because you have a gatekeeper in place setting whatever rules they see fit. So I'm lost. I'm not lost at the top level that you guys are laying out. I'm lost where the connection to gatekeeping is good comes in. So yeah, we can. Well, actually, we can wrap. We can. Thirty-six o'clock, guys.
1: Point where gatekeeping would be good is you can then have a gatekeeper protecting that house's fettuccine alfredo, chicken fettuccine alfredo, and then saying. If you don't like this, you can't like. You just don't come and you don't eat it. You don't complain about it. Like yeah, but then gone. what if you're
2: a vegan? Then you're fucked.
1: Well, there's other houses or other games you can play. So like, but this that's one only game, if there's
2: not gatekeepers. If there's one gatekeeper, you can gatekeeper, gatekeep a game. Yeah, but if there's a get- overall gatekeeper for fettuccine, no, and no, no. you can only make. See, now we're setting levels of gatekeeper. It's either exactly. all or nothing. But, right, no, th- no, th- no, but that's the not, point. Like,
1: can't you just gatekeep one game? Like, isn't that a thing? Like, no. You, no. No? No. You gatekeep no, no. everything? It's, it's, I don't even know what gatekeeping is, then. Shit. Okay. <laughs> I thought you could gatekeep, a, like, there's gatekeepers for a like, game. It's of, like, you can apply it.
0: that same mentality or that same philosophy to, like, any kind of interest or hobby or anything like that, you know, when where you have somebody coming to your, you know, coming to your dinner and demanding that you accommodate them, you know, because they don't, you know, they don't but need to But the only dinner.
2: way you get to say fuck you to that person is if there's no gatekeepers,
1: Unless right. you're the gatekeeper saying "fuck you," yeah, yeah but then it's if you're the or. person
2: being told "fuck you," you can't do anything about it because there's gatekeepers. So I—that's what I'm struggling with—is either way, having a gatekeeper seems like you're fucked. Fuck you or, or somebody else is telling fucked.
1: you "fuck you." At some point, someone's getting the "fuck you." Like,
2: so you're pro gatekeeper in certain situations, I think is what we're boiling down to. I think
0: everybody is, man. Um, Not me. I'm not. Oh,
2: no, that's bullshit. Fuck gatekeepers. That's bullshit. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if they were gatekeepers. (sighs) No,
0: man. All right. This wouldn't be a thing. If I walked into your studio right now and started doing fucking lines of coke on camera, what would your reaction be? I'd watch you do the coke. You'd watch me do the coke? What if I light up a cigarette right now? You're gatekeeping me from smoking on your... <laughs> yeah, but you, free market, you
2: could go to somebody else's podcast
0: and smoke a cigarette. Yeah, but the fact that you're not adhering to me... Wait, but
1: you thought the Coke happened? Yeah, what the fuck, man? Well, yeah, the, <laughs> the cigarette's going to
0: smell at the studio, and I don't want to smell but that. But not the Coke. Yeah,
2: Coke do you, Coke doesn't affect me. <laughs> your cigarette smoke will affect me. You Both doing Coke, I'm just going to watch. Yeah, but only one is bad for me, and that's the cigarette smoke. So i got to deal with it in the studio. You doing Coke has no effect on me whatsoever.
1: You can just sterilize like that part of the
2: I wouldn't table. even <laughs> yeah. I'd know. be like, oh, I mean, had to do do coke right right in that spot. I tell guests that when they come on. Sorry, sure, guests, depending on if they were okay with that. I'd be like, okay, I've had guests do coke right there.
1: I would just wait. Bail. Are you serious? I like guess no. If coke, I would happen.
2: let you do Coke on the podcast. <laughs> but if you did that, I'm not your like, mom, <laughs> what am I gonna do?
1: I'd bail. What if you like Let's you're about I... to
2: bust out Coke right now and be like ah. Do you wanna do some
0: heroin? If you were I'm okay. busting
1: out drugs right now, I'd be bailing so... <laughs> I'd be pissed. I'd be like, where the fuck did you put this? You'd number like, one, how right, no, will you hide my this shit from pocket. me. And then number three, like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, I'm just... Gatekeepers, to me, fall in line with my view on censorship. Because I don't trust anybody to make that call. I don't trust anybody to be a gatekeeper. Because what if you gatekeep... If we went back in time, gatekeepers wouldn't let The Last of Us be made. There are a ton of mo- great... Great movies that would have been blocked by gatekeepers, and the only reason we have them is because the market decentralized right but there's also been power. a
0: lot of terrible movies maybe yeah, because the lack of gatekeepers
2: you get that like that's you get great stuff and you get shitty stuff, but is it better than having just mediocre crap that's picked out by a gatekeeper?
1: or you may or may not have something good occasionally pop up?
2: I'll take the bad with the good rather than just have someone spoon feed me what they want.
1: That's fair. Uh, you have more opportunity to have something better come about. Whereas- yeah, that's not
2: to say there's not going to be shit. Oh, no, there's, gonna there's gonna a, be a lot, lot of shit, shit yeah. in a free market. Holy I God. mean, how many people? You could say this podcast is shit, but I get to do it because fuck the gatekeepers. This
0: podcast is pretty good. Oh. <laughs>
1: oh, it's mortifying. My friend's kid. Um, I don't know how. Uh, for some reason, I think it, it might have been on like TikTok or Facebook Reels or something. Uh, but a video that I was in. On this fucking podcast, not a full video, but this little tiny clip popped up, and uh, she was like, "Hey, Dad, this is Angel," and I'm like, and he texted me, and I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, oh, it's happened."
2: Maybe he should become famous. No, that's not no.
1: famous. That's just that's like, m- like mortifying moment of like, it oh, was shit. that
0: parent's responsibility to gatekeep their child <laughs> from watching a mediocre game. <laughs>
1: Me, yeah, me speaking on a fucking podcast, like, probably a little bit I'm probably buzzed.
0: your worst guest, man, honestly.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's kind of the but, beauty yeah, of it is that reached that person.
1: It's mortifying. That doesn't I, mean it should have. I, oh, of... my I,
2: God. I don't talk about the podcast outside of the podcast, people, because it gets fair. so uncomfortable. Okay. How come? It's just a weird sensation.
1: I just tell everyone not to watch it. Like, if they Google me, they'll find it. Like,
2: When I started out, I told people not to watch, watch it for five years. That's what I said. To check back in five years. It'll be worth it. I know. Watching. That's
1: how you reassured me. You were like, don't worry. Like, No, no one's, one's going to watch this, this or at least five Lord years. And, and behold, I was like, okay. I'm, I'm indoctrinating like, I'm so the
2: kids. I've I've breached that new level. Dude, now yeah. Kid now you're
1: reaching like 11-year-olds.
2: I've made it in life. you made it. That was my target demographic. <laughs>
1: They know exactly what we're talking about, obviously, on all these levels. And they totally should be hearing about potential, like, hallucinogen use in getting perma-fry.
2: How to pick who you're going to eat if the world
1: <laughs> if the goes world to ends. shit. How to cook your family member when the world ends. The
2: proper
0: seasoning techniques. Johnny seasoning salt.
1: I was just going to say that. Like, you can't go wrong with Johnny's. <laughs> like, it, it can't hurt.
2: Okay, guys. Know. Well, all we right. can we can wrap this. We can go hit ahead. Do you guys want to plug your stuff where people can find you? Anything no, of value? No, t- do you ever plug? Yeah, thing. I feel no, like you always. No,
1: I always say, like, tip your bartender don't be a shit human being, etc.
2: Wise words to end on. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Michael, any moment of profound knowledge? Yeah,
0: read Flowers for Eldernon. It's a fantastic book. All right. Okay. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, no, it's not a bad book. Okay.
2: okay. Right. I don't know what that book is, but I will definitely check it out after this podcast.
0: Oh, high school assigned reading
2: yeah not my high school i uh, just no, went to different schools no, i didn't
0: read that book until like well into my like mid 20s man so it it's some schools had it some didn't but in general i guess just probably read more ours did not have that Conversate more hell have conversations read have, have conversations about what you read talk ask your neighbor how they're doing tip your bartender tip your bartender oh, yeah
1: don't forget to that and and you you know waiter just, just, just tip your service workers.
2: Okay, yeah. and we're out. Thanks, guys. This yeah. was a lot of fun. <laughs>